Hello, horror guys and gals, and welcome back to the We Love Horror podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything horror. I am Michael, and today I am joined by a very great friend, Jensen from the Fright Crew. How are you, buddy? I am freaking elated to be here. I'm super stoked. I know. This little cutie. I mean, stop talking about dads. Like you're the dad of the horror community. Jeez. <laughs> no, I think that title I loves you. you and Mark actually. <laughs> Daddies. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, we, we all love you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're super important to everyone in the horror community. So I'm just really stoked to be here. Oh, thank you, Jensen. That means so much to me because, you know, um, for those of you that haven't, you know, have been wondering, cause I, the thing about the thing that's funny about it. And I was telling Mark this because I recorded a bonus episode with Mark last week. I was telling him, you know, it's funny. Cause like not everybody follows me on social media. So I'm sure everyone True. that's like, listens to my podcast or like, is like, where the hell did he go? Yeah. So for those listeners, I kind of had like a little bit of a mental health crisis, uh, la- or like this past month. So I was dealing with that. I haven't been posting. Um, but I'm back feeling better than ever and it's it's nice to feel like everybody you know is still here and supports me so thank you for that Jensen I appreciate it yeah and you know like not to get emotional or anything but just I'm glad you're here you know and you know what I mean by that by saying that because I've been in the same boat a lot of people have a lot of your listeners most likely have and um just at the end of the day you know you're still here and the people who have gone through that are still here yeah, and not to like take because I'm sure you would have said this yourself. Like to any of your listeners, there's always someone to talk to. So just yeah. reach out to anyone you can. So yeah, so very. Well, happy I love I love and appreciate you, Jensen. So thank I love you. you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all the the sappy stuff aside, uh, this is actually the first time you've ever been on my podcast because yeah. we had scheduled um to record an episode I think last year. Mm-hmm. And, um, something happened, something came up with scheduling conflicts or something like that. And we, we couldn't do it. So I promised you that I would have you on very, very soon. And now it's here. So I'm very, very excited. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we had you on when it was actually back in the day when it was the spook squad, not the fright crew. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we had you on and we did wreck versus quarantine, which was your choice. And it was a good choice, right? I think you, you think you picked that or you had a hand in it, I believe. I think so. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, it was a good episode. It was, we definitely preferred wreck. I don't know if you remember. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I think I was the, I think I was the minority that preferred quarantine actually. Okay. You might might've have been, been, I might have been the one that liked the, you might have been. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah um but you, you know you the, love uh jessica wait, jennifer what's her name? carpenter jennifer carpenter yeah you love I, her so. i do love her mm-hmm. she's fantastic um she's actress, yeah. she is uh, but yeah no i had a blast on that episode thank you for having me on um can't wait to come on again i'm sure we'll i'm sure i'll be on there again soon oh, yeah. so yeah you never know what the future will hold there's always room for everyone in the podcast community it's crazy it's like, Hell yeah. I want so many people on, but there's only so many opportunities, but it always happens. It always works out. So Exactly. Um, yeah. So what have you been up to? Actually, before I ask you what you've been up to, would you like to plug in your podcast for a second since we've been talking yeah. about it? <laughs> I mean, I was definitely going to just jump into it, but yeah, I will do that. <laughs> Very smooth transition there. <laughs> so yeah, I am one third of the Fright Crew podcast. It's 
Uh, obviously, pretty similar to like what Michael does. Um, you know, we'll do mostly we do deep dives on like single films, um, and each month is like a reoccurring theme or not reoccurring, just uh, happens <laughs> to be a new theme. Um, yeah. So you know this this month I don't know when this is being dropped, but in October um, while we're recording this, it's it's been haunted attractions, which is super rad and super fun. Yeah. So like you know your typical haunted houses uh, had to roll with that. So that's been super fun and uh, yeah yeah if you guys if you listeners want to come over our way check us out. We are the Fright Crew on Instagram. We're only on Instagram. We're not really on anything else, but yeah we're on any podcast thing that you can find us on. So check us out. Very nice. Nice yeah. plug-in. Yeah. Um, so what have you, What have, I mean, besides the podcasting and working and, you know, uh, hanging out with your wife and stuff, what else have you been up to? Have you watched anything good lately? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, for anyone who's here because they know me, they know that I'm a huge a fan of Letterboxd. So yes. are you on Letterboxd? I am, yeah. Okay. okay. Do you I use don't... it? I don't use it as often as I should. I'm trying to get into the habit of using it um, because I feel like it'd be easier to keep track of like, yeah. you know, my movies and what I rate them and stuff like yeah. that. So it is, I, it is. I'm definitely trying to get into the habit of doing that, but I, I do have one. I just don't use it very often. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously with during the month of October, it's just horror. I mean, it's honestly all year long. It's horror, right? You know, yes. That, so. Oh, pfft. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's pretty rare to get some drama in there, but stuff like that. But um, I mean, just today it was like Hocus Pocus, obviously a rewatch. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely going to cover that on our podcast soon. Um, should I bring up what we're talking about or? Yeah, not? you can totally okay, bring it. Yeah. Just uh, just don't go into detail. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously we caught Halloween kills, both of us, and we'll be talking about that. Uh, yes. without giving any details away. I definitely had to later that night go and watch Halloween 2. So last night, or early this morning, technically, I watched Halloween 2. Nice. Classic, 1981. Um, are, you know, we were originally going to hop on here and talk about black and white, our top 10 black and white films. Yes. I'm, I'm such a big fan of black and white films. And one of them that is my favorite. I watched it because we were still going to do that, but then we switched. It yeah. Sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't apologize. I was here for it because I was like, it only makes sense. You may as well stay stay on top of the trending shit, right? So, but I did, I did give, a, it's a 1962 flick called Carnival of Souls, a rewatch. I um, love that movie. Yes. I love it so much. It's so, oh man. I mean, maybe if we have you on again soon, like we need to talk about something in that maybe we could do like top 10 on black and white on ours or something. Hell yeah. It's so good. It's such a good fucking movie. If you've never checked it out, if you live in the United States, it's on HBO max. So check it out there. Nice. Uh, Hell house. Cause we recently covered that on our pod, the witch. We're also doing that as a bonus episode, which is one of my, I think it's my fourth favorite film. Technically. Like I love the witch so much. Mm, me too. Yeah. Okay. Cause I know it's pretty contentious. Like some people don't like the witch that much, but yeah, well I, I mean, I've talked about it a lot on this podcast i hated it the first time i watched it okay i was like i don't fucking get the hype around this movie at all mm. and then the second time i watched it i absolutely loved it and i've loved it mm. ever since so i think it sometimes it warrants a second watch mm-hmm. so yeah it definitely is one of those movies so and subtitles for sure <laughs> yes <laughs> um and then let's just do i'll just do a couple more that could be kind of under the highlight like vhs 94 i definitely watched that mm. the day the night it came out um, are you gonna like be covering that? Can we talk about it? Absolutely. If you guys, if you guys want to come on my podcast and talk about that, I'll lock that movie in for you. I'd be down. Yeah, because cool. I, 
yeah, I enjoyed it, but there's some stuff I got to pick with it. So yes, same. Um, and then just like a couple more, I've been, uh, I don't know if you know arrow video, like how they do the, the limited Mm -hmm. edition blu-rays. Okay. Yeah. Yep. They also have a streaming thing now called just arrow video player or whatever. And they actually have some decent stuff for like five ninety nine a month. It's kind of been listen, hot take, hot take. It's kind of <laughs> been more worth it than Shutter. I'm sorry. I love Shutter, but some of these new releases, I just oh man, I don't know what it is. And that's nothing like at least the filmmakers are out there making films, right? For sure. Like I appreciate that, but I just I put too many on that I was like, no, nah, I can't get into this. So yeah, but if you're looking for more like schlocky stuff, go to Arrow Video Player. Um, it's like five ninety nine a month, just like Shutter is, I think. Okay. And they've got a bunch of like just awesome stuff, like the Driller Killer, which actually <laughs> I highly recommend. It. It's yeah. Awesome. Um, but I did watch one that I hated, and it was called Anthropophagus. Uh, by I Joe haven't Dante. even heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was really bad. I gave it like <laughs> a two out of five on Letterboxd, and it might not Damn. even warrant a two. So, yeah, it was it was not not worthy. And then one. That I gotta fucking talk about. I I hope maybe you've seen it. I don't know how much you frequent Netflix, but I was pretty stoked for the Jake Gyllenhaal vehicle <gasps> called The Guilty. Yeah, I did watch that. Okay. Just give me your thoughts so I don't fucking. Mm. Mm. It was a uh, wasn't that great. It was okay. Okay, it wasn't that great. I fucking hated it. <laughs> like yeah. I was so upset, dude. So I I know like you don't try to get political, but like I'm not a big cop lover, and yeah. it was just like, oh cool, this cop is a piece of shit like they all are sorry you can cut that if you need to this is my opinion you roast me not michael you can well um my, my brother's a cop so oh well <laughs> talk to him no <laughs> but, um yeah it's just it was not a good movie it was filmed okay and some of the thrillerish bits were okay but yeah. i didn't know this it's actually a remake from like i think a swedish thriller yeah, really it only came out like four years ago i think so interesting and supposedly that one's a lot better but and I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I me mean, too. Talking about daddies, right? He's fucking daddy shit. But don't you know. even get me started on that boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't for me. So that's I'll just end it there because obviously we could go for days and days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I was I was on board with it when I when it first started, right? Um, and then it just kind of meandered for me. I think. Yeah. I think it was interesting that they kept it in the police station and didn't like cut back and forth between. Yeah. Yeah. So you were only getting this perspective, like over the phone. You didn't exactly know what was Mm -hmm. fully happening. Right. And I liked that. Yeah. I don't mind that stuff, but I think it also suffered from that. Like it spent way too much time in this one location. And I think it like drug way too long, but yeah, I was actually, I actually had that on my list of things that I recently watched too. So now that we covered that, I don't have to talk about that one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, what did, let's hear it. What did you? Um, I watched Superhost last okay. night. I've heard g- decent things. That's one I'm missing off a of shutter, but it wasn't bad. Okay, I, cool. I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, okay. I also watched Vicious Fun, and I think I liked that one better. Is which one is that one? Is that a new Vicious one Fun? Yeah, that one's on Shutter too. Okay. I highly recommend that one because okay. I feel like knowing you pretty well, Jensen, mm-hmm. I feel like you would like this one. Okay. Um, but basically, it's about a guy who accidentally uh gets caught in the middle of like a um serial killer support group with a bunch Mm. of people and then they find out that he's not part of their group so basically it's just like a survival type movie where he's trying not to get killed by all these like serial killers it's really good i love that sounds kind of cool yeah this is really good it's just fun 
Um, and then I have to give a shout out to Tawny from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick because she recommended the movie Caveat, which is also on Shutter. Mm-hmm. And that movie freaked me out. Not a lot of movies get under my skin like this one did, but there was just mm-hmm. something about it that I was just like, I don't like it. Like there's a specific scene toward the end of the movie that I was like, oh, it spooked me. That. Yeah, that sorry, it wasn't for me. That movie made no fucking sense to me. Um, yeah, yeah, I I don't know what I gave it on my letterbox, but it wasn't for me because I'm usually okay with like the slow burn arty bullshit. Mm-hmm. But this one was just like, I don't know what's happening. So, but hey, you know, like if I could see like being creepy if you watched it like in like, did you watch it at night? Like, I did, and I watched okay, it by yeah, myself maybe. with the lights off, and I was like, <gasps> I could see it being a little creepier in that essence. So, I'll give you that. There, there was just that one. I mean, the the movie itself didn't like spook me until the end. That whole yeah. ending, that whole end part was like, nah, I don't like that okay. at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think I think I'm gonna watch it again at some point soon because I think I had the same issue with it that you did. I there were some things that I didn't quite understand. So I think maybe on more previous or on more recent watch, I'll I'll get it. Sure. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering about me too. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it might be one of those movies that's very open ended too. That's kind of like, yeah, yeah. kind of expected to (laughs) guess what's kind of happening right now. I I feel like that's pretty synonymous with most of the plot too. It's just like, hey, what's happening here? You're supposed to guess because I don't know either. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I also watched Halloween Kills. I was going to wait till the theater. I didn't go see it in the theater. I actually watched it on um, Peacock. Peacock. And I wasn't going to. I was going to wait until next weekend, but mm. I have no self-control. And I was like, oh, my God, it's on Peacock. I can just watch it right now for free. So I did. <clears throat> and I watched it a couple of times. So also in preparation for this episode, I wanted to make sure I was putting it in the right place before, you know, judging sure. it too much. Uh, so I did watch it again yesterday to kind of decide where I wanted to put it. Um okay on the list so and like in what direction or anything did it move on the yes. list up or down okay uh yeah it moved okay <laughs> i'm curious to hear where it moved from to where so oh yeah me too to i'm excited it's yeah. gonna be controversial for sure so <laughs> yeah oh dude uh, yeah going into this like um i don't know if you really said what we were doing did you or no um I was actually going to segue into that. So that's okay. Do your thing. You brought that. No, 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 you're good. Um, but uh, yeah, with, without, um, without further ado, cause that's, I mean, that's all I've really watched. Yeah, uh, I haven't really, yeah. well, actually no, I started watching the, and I know what you did last summer series on Amazon prime too. I actually like it. I've heard okay. a lot of people bitching about it because yeah. it's, it's not. I feel like people were expecting that it was going to be like a straightforward slasher movie where every single episode there were going to be people getting killed off. I didn't think that it was going to be like that Mm, because if you watched the first, I know what you did last summer, it's not technically like a straight up slasher movie. And I talk about this. No. And I talk about it in my review with two chicks and a horror flick because I was on their episode recently for I know what you did last summer. And it's more of a psychological like it's a slow burn type of thriller movie. And then the slasher stuff takes place towards the end of the movie. So the first half of the movie, it's more about them getting stalked and like harassed, which I really enjoy about the first, I know what you did last summer. I feel like if you want to talk about a straight up slasher, the second film (laughs) is Mm. definitely a slasher. Um, But the first one, I I appreciate the story more. And I think that's what they were trying to go for with this series too, is more of like what they did in the first one where it's more of like slow build stuff. I mean, stuff does happen, 
Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm liking it so far. I don't, I don't cool. see what people are griping about. But for sure, yeah, I know. And then there's Chucky that I haven't caught up with. Um, and I definitely, I'm a Slumber Party Massacre whore. Like I love that mm-hmm. shit. So I definitely yeah. want to watch the sci-fi new reimagining thing. I, I think yes. the ratings are kind of low, but it's also That's Slumber okay. Party Massacre. Yeah, it's like, what do you expect? So. Yeah, it's subversive. So, and I actually have a yeah. friend that's on that in that movie. So, really, dude, shout them out. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. my friend, um, my friend Michael Potter's in it, and that's he's he's cool. like an actor, and he's going to be coming on to my uh, podcast soon to do an episode on Slumber Party Sweet. Massacre. So I'm very excited. Nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been watching a lot lately. Normally, I don't have that much to report on, but I feel like you and I both had like so many things. Yeah. That I mean, so many things have been coming out. So, yeah, like, for me, that was like, honestly, the past week only. Yeah. Yeah. I could have gone yeah, <laughs> like the whole month <laughs> and it would have been a minute. So seriously. So I actually approached Jensen last week and was like, hey, so um, you want to do an episode with me? And at first we were going to do, you know, the top 10 black and white films. And then I, I suggested a couple days ago, which sorry about that. I know that was very last minute, but I was, I was watching Halloween kills and I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? That might be a good idea. Like it's October. Like let's do a ranking video on all the Halloween films in the franchise since we're, we're all caught up now. So um, I'm a a big fan of Halloween. So same. Yeah. It's exciting. So yeah, we're going to be doing a top 10 list of all of the, or a hot top 12 lists. There's so many yeah. fucking movies in this franchise. <laughs> I don't know why I said top 10. I guess I'm just used We're to leaving top out 2018 in this one. <laughs> and kill it. <Bye>. Yes. <laughs> you have to guess. <laughs> oh man. And actually I got to shout out uh wit on our podcast. She, we don't really ever cover Halloween's on our podcast. Cause she mm-hmm. uh, got to respect it. She gets mad anxiety over it. She can't put on a Halloween film. So if we ever cover one, she's either off the episode or whatever. So we did call, uh, cover the original uh, last October. But, yes. You know, it, you know, there's so many more <laughs> that we need to talk about, but you know, it'll happen eventually. So. Oh, for and I'm sure. I'm assuming uh, we're gonna go. We'll work our way backwards. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna go from like the worst to the best. Yeah, cool. Save the best for last. Which hmm, I wonder if our uh, <laughs> last place will match. I, I, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'd be shocked if it didn't. But hey, it might. It might not. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh. Yeah, are you uh, are you ready to reveal your number twelve? Because I'm going to let you go first, since you are the guest of honor today, Jensen. Uh, for me, naturally, number twelve is Resurrection. Oh, thank you. Okay, is it you too? Yes. Matching? Ma- okay, I, I assume most people would agree. Uh, if I had anything to say about it, because I really don't want to spend too much time on it, is that it's just <laughs> overall like an actual bad film. Like it's literally poorly done, poorly acted, poorly shot. Um, mm. I mean, respect to some of the people, like, but Tyra Banks, she just slept on it. Like, why are God. you in it? Uh, Busta Rhymes, like, wh- don't even get me fucking started on that. And, and exactly. And like, it's not even one of those films that's like so bad. It's good that you can watch and laugh. I really can't. Like, even if I'm fucking stoned out of my mind, I can't enjoy resurrection. So, well, and the reason why I can't enjoy it is because it like, quite frankly pisses me off what they did to like what they basically they basically shit on halloween h2o and was like that movie doesn't exist basically we're gonna retcon that movie because they they find every reason they fucking can to not make michael myers die and it's just to the point where it was like are you fucking kidding me right now like are you serious so you're you're meaning to tell me that he switched he switched um outfits with the fucking paramedic guy 
are you telling me so you're telling me that the paramedic guy survived a fucking fly <laughs> into a windshield yeah. down a cliff right. and pinned against a fucking log and you're gonna tell <laughs> me that that was the paramedic okay no exactly no it's just a hot mess of a film <clears throat> i don't really unless you've already seen it i don't recommend it if you're like one of those people like kind of new to the horror genre and you're trying to like finish all these big franchises such as Halloween. I, I, I for real think you can skip it. I mean, I guess if you're a completionist, like I am just give it a watch, but you're going to hate the time you spent doing it. It doesn't exist to me. So (laughs) it really doesn't. I think, I think the one positive that I can take from Halloween resurrection, I'm going to try to be positive a little bit today with some of these movies that I hate. Yeah. I like the mask in it. Okay. I will say it's one of the better masks out of all of them. I like the way it looks. Um, okay. I will say that. And that mirror kill scene is pretty cool. That that's about the only kill that I really like out of the whole film is like when he right. jumps through the mirror and, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That scene, True. that scene was pretty cool. Um, but like the thing that irritates me the most about this movie is like you, you said it best earlier. It's fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. incredibly so like, lazy that they couldn't even they couldn't even like replicate the myers house it's not even it does not even look like the myers house <laughs> Nothing, <dude. laughs> yeah i mean what the hell were we going here for i yeah i'm trying to look it up and stuff see i'm not a huge fan of the mask i think it's a little funny looking um like the hair I can't roll with that. But I think it's the eyebrows for me <laughs> it's kind of funny it's it's kind of laughable like the rest of the film so I will say, though, like when you see some of the other masks in this franchise, though, that's one of the better you're, ones. You're I feel like it wrong. <laughs> and we'll get into that very yeah. soon. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm so, glad that our number 12s matched. Yeah, yeah. And here's where I think it might go a little haywire between us. Um, Definitely. Hey, if you want to fight me later, come over. You're a, one state over. I'm in Colorado. You're in Utah. So come fight me. I don't care, Michael. But <laughs> okay. I'll just go into my next one. Um, And I know. You're good friends with Josh from the Horror Movie Crew. Um, yeah, yeah uh, I know he's hot a big take. Fan. Well, not in my opinion. From most people <laughs> I've heard, it's not a hot take. I think what all you guys think is a hot take. But uh, I'm going to go for Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. This is another one that I have watched like twice. And I was <laughs> like, oh, why did I do that? Sorry. I just... <laughs> why did I subject myself to yeah. this torture? <clears throat> and I, I know. Like, I... I, I I'm assuming Josh, you're listening. I'm. I know you're a huge fan of like Rob Zombie. It's. It's. I am kind of one of those people who's not a fan of Rob Zombie. Um. Like mm. I, I like him as a person, obviously, but like right. his work, I'm not. I don't know what it is. He's too stylized. Um. Also, ironically, he's friends with them. I'm not a fan of <laughs> Quentin Tarantino or Eli Roth films. Yeah. Not in my wheelhouse, man. They're too like they're edgy and like Lars von Trier bullshit. I'm like, no, I, I can't handle this. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, to, to stop bashing Rob Zombie, I'll do that. Uh, the movie itself is pandering. Mm. It it's so. Oh my god, what do I like? What do I say that doesn't just fucking completely destroy this thing? Because, like I said, <laughs> Resurrection is a film that doesn't exist. Like we yeah. we established that here. Don't watch it. There's only eleven in the franchise right now, and yes. when Halloween ends comes out, there's only gonna be twelve. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I I what it tries to do and i'm not really giving too much away uh the first rob zombie halloween as well they try to humanize michael Mm -hmm. and i think that is one of the biggest things i have an issue with because at the end of the day i don't 
care about Michael's feelings, which yeah, I don't know if that's fucked up of me to say. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> like, what is so that fucked up? <laughs> but I just, I I think when you're going to a Halloween film, you are expecting a certain thing, and I'm not trying to be one of those people like, oh, you can't go away from the story. But when you turn it into like a Hallmark drama, I don't know, man. Yeah. I just got complaints, and especially for Halloween two. Um, one of the biggest complaints I've always had since the first time I saw it in high school is it's it's so nihilistic compared to any other Halloween film. Usually there's levity with comedic bits and you yeah. know even characters like attaching yourself to them and being like at least I like this fucking person. Mm-hmm. Halloween two by Rob Zombie um doesn't do any of that. It's literally just like we're going to be death from start to finish, and no <laughs> yeah. one's gonna laugh right now. Unless you're laughing at the film, which I do, especially at the, uh, I'll call it the Ascension scene, White Horse. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going into, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious to hear. Let's let's hop into year eleven because I don't want to soak up too much room because we can hop oh, back no. on too. No, if you have well, more that you need to say, that's when we get to Halloween two, Rob Zombie on your list. We can talk more about it, and I'd love okay. to hear your side of it. So, okay, what's your eleven? My number eleven is going to be Halloween six, The Curse of Michael Myers. Um. I'll start with my positives. Okay. I think this is one of the, also one of the better masks of the franchise. Okay. Um, I also like how brutal he is in this movie. Like he's, I think, I think before, um, you know, H2O and all these, you know, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies came out. I think this was like his most brutal in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think we had gotten a Michael Myers that was that brutal until, um, until six. So I will say that that, they did that right. Um, they got the tone right as well. Like when you think about the original 1978 Halloween and I talked about, it, I actually made a post yesterday about the original Halloween, yes. my film appreciation post that I do every week. Mm-hmm. I talked about how like no movie since Halloween has ever been able to replicate what Halloween did. Like mm-hmm. it does like not even Halloween 2018 was able to do it. Like it, it does it in certain aspects, but Halloween 1978 is the only movie that I feel like really conveyed that tone of like dread. And mm-hmm. I feel like they did a really, they did a really good job with the tone in Halloween six. Okay. Like I feel, I feel like, you know, they, they, they took attention to detail with that. Um, but those are about all the positives I have for this movie because other than that it's fucking garbage like and i don't care (laughs) i don't care what people say they're like oh but you got to watch the director's cut or you got to watch the different version of it i've watched both. i did hear about that yeah i've watched both versions of it and they're both fucking messes (laughs) like (laughs) like they're they're both like they're not good like i just Mm -hmm. don't i don't like it i don't like the fact that um michael myers now has a reason in this movie because he's part of a cult you get introduced to this cult of thorn thing, which I'm just like, no, get it out of my face. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> It like yeah. angers me. And then Paul Rudd's acting in this movie is atrocious. Introducing Paul Rudd, right? I'm I mean, sure he's come a long first... way since this yeah. movie, but fuck. Yeah. He's atrocious in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just the fact that like, and I have the same problem with this movie that I do with resurrection. They took beloved characters like, we didn't talk about it in resurrection, but total disrespect to Jamie Lee character, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, mm-hmm. total disrespect. They do the same thing with Jamie Lloyd's character in this movie. They yeah. kill her off at the very beginning. And it's yep. just like, okay. Like, why did we, why did we need this? 
Right. Yeah. It's just, but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's all I really can say about Halloween six. I don't, I don't like it. I really right. don't. It's my number 11. Um, it's one of the movies that I don't watch really. I, I like, I think I've seen Halloween six, maybe four or five times in my entire life. And my opinion on it has not changed. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's my number 11. Okay. So. And to kind of segue off of that, like, uh, it's also pretty low for me. I'm just kind of adding that in there. And I do have to say, after thinking about this list, after you asked me to prepare it, I was like mm-hmm. doing my list. And I was like, you know what? Halloween gets pretty fucking experimental with their shit, such as a cult. Um, honestly, I, I just have to say kills like the newest one gets kind of experimental with some stuff that we'll talk about. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, they have some very experimental shit and, Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I think that's why the ones that are going to near our top are beloved. Because when you see that original one, you're just like, you know, you love it. And then anything that goes way off of that, like killing off Laurie Strode, uh, to me, humanizing Michael Myers, things like that, just really kind of fuck with your psyche when you're watching a Halloween film. So, yeah. Um yeah, I wish I could say so. My tenth, I wish I could say it's there, but it's not. Yeah. Um, curse, I'm saying. Uh, yeah. my tenth, and I hope this doesn't sway any of your viewers from watching this film, but it's the newest one, Halloween Kills. Wow, I so fucking it is? yeah. I I I honestly just really really dislike this film. I I know that's maybe I you know it is super fresh. Yeah, super fucking fresh. I just watched this like literally 24 hours ago for the mm. first time. So it's kind of still bubbling in my head, and I hated. Can, can we go into details? Yes. Are you okay with that? Are you? Yeah. Mind if the listeners, I'd say maybe well, skip a few minutes if you haven't seen it yet. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He prefaced okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> if you so, have yeah. not seen Halloween Kills, don't listen to this episode because we are going to be spoiling it. I probably should have brought that up at the beginning, right. but. Right. You know, I forgot. Yeah, so. Or even you know, just while we're talking about it, like personally, you can skip past it but also um if it gets brought up later that's kind of on you you know it's it's an entire discussion of the whole franchise so exactly i'm assuming most people have watched it either in theaters it had a huge fucking box uh, office uh, success and not even including peacock so but to to get into halloween kills um i hated the flashback (gasps) i hated it so much dude i was so fucking upset I looked at my wife and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was so <laughs> upset, dude. Okay, here's my thing. When you do like a throwback to 1978 and you make it look like you just vast up the fucking lens, dude, that doesn't make it throwback. And you can't pop in some weird retro color fucking color grading. No. Yeah. Sir, if you really, okay, bro, you have the fucking budget, the team. You had every opportunity. If you're going to do it full fucking fledged, yeah. shoot it on film. That one, just the throwbacks, dude. Just fucking full send it, man. Yeah. And so, and this is just me talking about the throwback. I hated the throwback shit that they kept doing all fucking with the vast up lens bullshit. Oh my yeah. god, I hated it. Um, <laughs> I I love John Carpenter, but I kind of didn't care for the score in this one. I don't. Mm. I think I might need a re-listen or like to just sit down and listen to the score itself because a lot of people are like that. Even if they don't like the film, they like the score. So yeah. Might have to re, you know, I might have to give that a listen, but from what I can recall, I didn't super enjoy it other than a couple standouts. Um, I know that Halloween can get political, 
Mm-hmm. But this is the first one that I was like, oh, this is a political film. <laughs> like, it just yeah. was. And mm-hmm. I was rolling my eyes half the fucking time because I think, uh, what did we, I, on our podcast, we covered something recently that was also kind of political. And yeah. And throw it in your fucking face like salt and pepper. And I hate it when they do that. Like, do do directors and producers and shit think we're fucking idiots? Like, I know. Okay. I just got to call out one scene and then we can kind of. Oh, you're good. No, you're good. Keep... I mean, I'm just, I'm heated, you know, it's fresh. <laughs> no, um, I'm the same way. Sad. I will, I will get heated about my points on it too. Yeah. So, so totally okay. get where it's coming from. One of the worst fucking scenes, not only is the whole hospital bit kind of what the fuck are we doing here? Mm-hmm. But obviously the mob mentality thing is like, okay, I get it. I get it. It's fucking, yeah, I get it. That's how 2020 was. I get it. But the scene that really got me, dude, that was just digging yeah. a hole, was when the, uh, I don't know his name, but like the crazy patient guy, you know, the mentally ill guy. Yeah. And she puts him in a hallway and closes two doors. So it's representing like, oh, here's the right wing and here's the left wing. And they're trying to get at, like cancel culture. Yeah. They're trying to cancel this guy. And no one's finding a middle ground. And so it drives someone to kill themselves or whatever, or, you know, like. I just was like rolling my eyes so <laughs> fucking hard. They were in the yeah. back of my school. So, yep. but that's also like just my random bullshit opinion. Like, just know that I'm a big fan. I'm talking to your listeners. I'm a <laughs> fan of the Halloween franchise. And I guess maybe I was overthinking it, but I think for a second, like obviously Halloween 2018 is ahead of this one at some yeah. point. So I enjoyed it more, but I just, as a sequel to 2018 Halloween, it was a no-go. Will I be there for Halloween ends? Of course. But I just was not impressed. And I've heard such mixed things. Like, my in-laws, they saw it last night, and they fucking loved it. And my wife was, she wasn't too into it either. So, yeah, pretty mixed, if you see on Letterboxd or whatever. So, And I think once we get to it on my list, um, I'll I'll get into why I also disliked it because i was pretty disappointed with it so (laughs) not to spoil anything but uh yeah we'll we'll get into we'll get into why i i have my points as well um and i guess sorry to interrupt you i know you're you're fine um i guess if i had one like positive ish thing to say i did like big john and little john how they obviously live in the myers house and yeah the a the renovations were on point oh they were that was a nice fucking looking house i was looking at my wife i was like dude like i love a darker house so like the dark greens and dark blues i fucking love that especially in a kitchen with like gold oh Oh, man i love that but so that's one thing that i did find okay was that not only was their relationship kind of okay like they were fine um they were kind of funny at some points they had some questionable choices but you know what i'm saying so yeah but the house like i thought it represented like even how much you renovate something or like try to change the history of something that's that trauma is still there yeah and because i i noticed it even like the railing there's literally a kill a kill with the railing yes um i was like okay like i get it that's the one positive thing i'd have to say yeah, but even like even like the acting, I'd have to say I didn't like for most people. So yeah, and, yeah, so. and that's the problem I kind of had with 2018 too. But we'll get we'll mm. get in yeah we'll get into that we'll get into that too. Yeah, um, so. no, it, but I mean at least they fucking replicated the house like they were supposed to in this oh, yeah. one, like resurrection, unlike <laughs> other movies that shall not be mentioned after this point. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. But you know, it's like 
they they did a i think the as far as like the art department goes on this film they did a really good job with that like i was like oh wow like it's incredible yeah it made it super noticeable that it was like super highly renovated by of course it was a gay couple though it's like hey straight people i got good taste (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know about that but i'm just kidding (laughs) us gay people have it going on in the test department so i get it (laughs) (laughs) oh man damn i'm your 10 i'm super yeah let's hear it i know you didn't like halloween kills that kind of shocked me like i audibly gasped a little bit i mean mine's my my halloween kills not to spoil it is pretty low too but um yeah so my number 10 is halloween 5 the revenge of michael myers i just cried a little (sighs) i well okay I will say there are a lot of a lot of positives with this movie and this isn't this isn't not a movie that I can't watch. I I do watch this movie and it does have really, really good moments. But if I had to put it somewhere on this list, as far as like movies on this list that I watch often, this isn't one of them. And there are just some interesting choices that they choose to go with with this film. First of all, I'm just going to say this is the worst mask of the entire fucking <laughs> I was going to say, just bring up the mask. Because <laughs> I'm like, I talk about this on, like, a lot with people. I'm like, so so you're telling me that a bunch of people sat around in a room and were like, and they passed off on that motherfucking mask. You're telling me that, like, all these people that were part of this movie thought that was a good choice for a fucking yeah. mask. Are you? You are not no (laughs) like i'm just gonna say that right now like the mask is horrible horrible you're gonna gonna shit yourself when you see where halloween five is for me (laughs) it's pretty high up there isn't it (laughs) oh man i can't even i love that our lists are so different though yeah it's 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 really fun i'm enjoying but like i said like i do enjoy this movie it's not a bad movie it's just some of the choices that they make like loomis i cannot stand loomis in this movie he is fucking he is like insufferable <laughs> because you watch him in like the other three movies before this one. And like, he's a, yeah. he's, he's a good guy. Like, he, like, and like he get there's even a point in this movie where he fucking uses Jamie as bait. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you not see that this girl was absolutely traumatized and now you're going to yeah. fucking use her as bait. Like yeah. what is wrong with you? <laughs> like his obsession with Michael Myers goes full force in this one. And I just mm. can't, I can't be behind it. Like I get the whole motivation with Loomis of wanting to kill this evil or whatever, but using an innocent fucking terrified child to do it is not the way to go, dude. Like that True. is so fucked up on so many levels. Um, and the, like, speaking of Jamie Lloyd, like of course, Daniel Harris is amazing in this movie. Like her acting mm. is incredible. I don't get the choice of her being all of a sudden a mute i don't get it i don't get why. <laughs> i don't get why that was a choice i really don't oh. i don't <laughs> and also i hate that they retconned the whole ending of halloween 4 and halloween 5 and just fucking scrapped it like it didn't exist they tend to do that in the halloween franchise if you haven't noticed <laughs> sorry i'm getting very passionate i'm not like i'm not angry per se it sounds like i'm angry but like i just but i will say one of the positives, and I know that a lot of people don't like this character. I fucking love Tina in this movie. Yeah, me too. Well, I don't give a yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. I love Tina, and I do. I genuinely do not understand the hate that she gets in this movie. I don't at all because I love her. I actually, and this is going to be a hot take for a lot of listeners, so buckle up, people. Ooh. I might like her better than I like Rachel in Halloween Ooh. Four, and I love Rachel. Don't get me wrong, I love Rachel. 
But I think the reason why I love Tina so much is because Tina's automatically like this bubbly character. Like in Halloween 4, Rachel's kind of like this moody teenager that doesn't really care about Jamie all that much. She just wants to fuck her boyfriend, basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and I get that she has like a character arc throughout the film. Like, I'm just judging based on like first impressions. I think I like Tina better as a character because she's automatically like just this bubbly personality. And I like that a lot. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And there are some really good scenes in this movie. Like that barn scene is great. That's some positives. Yeah. So sure. good. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'll say for Halloween five. Cause I know that you probably want to bring up a lot of points. So I, sure. <laughs> I said what I need to say about Halloween five. It's not the worst film out of the franchise, but I did put it down as my number 10 because of all the other films. This is the one that I don't visit as often. Sure. Um, yeah. And there's just certain things that I just can't get behind with this one. So, <laughs> dude, you're it, you're you're gonna be like, what is happening right now? <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah. So if you're if you're done, I'll move on to nine. Yeah, hit me with your number nine, buddy. Nine is curse for me. So six. Yeah, okay. it, it totally makes sense to be placed there. Well, to me, it does. Obviously, <laughs> I fucking made the list. Um, you know, I gotta say about Halloween Kills, like if it gets raised like maybe i'm being too harsh on it or something you know i Mm. my opinions change pretty quickly so or even like on a subsequent viewing like if i watch it again could totally change so is curse a worse film technically yes but i still feel like with kills i didn't even watch a halloween film like i didn't even say that that's how i just feel about it like i didn't feel like it was michael myers in the costume um nothing like that so but with yeah curse it's kind of the same thing that michael said like it's just like, why do we need this whole cult timeline? Right. What the fuck is happening? Like, Paul Rudd, are you okay? Call me, sweetie. Because what the fuck, dude? What are you doing, bud? <laughs> right? Um, yeah, like, I just don't oh. know what he was doing. And and I get it. It's like introducing him, but still, like, are you introducing somebody or a fucking wall? Like, what? Like, I don't get it. So, um, yeah, I just, it has some okay, like, death scenes. Like you said, he's pretty brutal in it and stuff. Um, I do like when he like hangs that dude from the tree or whatever. Yeah. And it's like falling on the lights and stuff. That that's pretty fun. But it just doesn't really fit into the Halloween franchise. I feel like it doesn't it's one of those other ones that doesn't feel like a Halloween film. Like Yeah. Like you said, it's one of the worst masks. Like for real. Mm. It's super super Oh no, I said it was actually one of the better masks. Oh, okay, my bad. To <laughs> me it's sorry. Yeah, we just no, talked about that. Uh, yeah, no. I looked at it and I was like, I'm not into it. I don't like the hairline, but um yeah i I don't love it a lot of the ones from like this era this genre i mean this part of the franchise don't i don't love the masks yeah Yeah, you said halloween five you don't love the mask which we'll get into it is a bad mask i'll say that but yeah i mean since you talked pretty much you know synonymous to what i'd say i just i think i like some of the kills you know it feels a little more like feels like it has some of those more naturalistic like michael myers kills that you can yeah stuff but um, yeah, that's all I got to say, really, for a curse. Okay. For my number nine. I am. And it kills me to put it down here, no pun intended. But mm. Halloween Kills is my number nine. There it is. There it is. Um, and originally, I actually thought when I watched it the first time, I was like, you know what? This might actually be better than the 2018 one. Okay. Because I had gripes with the 2018 one as well. Um. And the gripes that I have with this, so the gripes that I have with the 2018 one without getting into too much detail, because that's like higher on my list, obviously, is the the humor 
I did not like the humor in the in 2018, but at mm-hmm. least there was somewhat of a story. And this one, they got rid of the humor, but there's no fucking story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is so fucking all over the place. But I will start with the positives first, so it doesn't sound sure. like I'm just like you know bitching and moaning. <laughs> I personally loved the Halloween 78 flashbacks. I thought they looked so fucking good. Like, <laughs> I really did. I thought like the the Myers house looked exactly like it did in the 78 version. The lighting looked exactly the same. Like the characters, like the way they were dressed, like it looked. I literally felt like I was watching a direct continuation of the 78 movie. Like it was incredible to me. I loved it. Um, Loomis, like whoever fucking played Loomis. Like I know that there was some like digital manipulation with his face somewhat, but he looked fucking like Loomis. Like I thought for a second, I was like, what the hell did they resurrect his dead body from the grave or something? Did he come back as a ghost? Donald Pleasant. (laughs) You You weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking weirdo. No, it looked really good though. Like I loved it. I think that was like probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I also love the mask in this one. I love the, like the half burnt, like, I I thought it looked really good. Um, I love how brutal he is in this movie. I think Rob Zombie is safe (laughs) when it comes to brutality because I think he beats Rob Zombies now. I think this film is probably the most brutal we've ever seen Myers, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's up there for sure. I just felt personally like when I was watching it, I was watching a different killer. I wasn't watching Michael Myers personally. That's just me. Mm. I, I was just watching it and I was like, like there's some okay, dude. We gotta point out like <laughs> there's a there's a nurse. I don't know her name. Or she's a doctor. It's like a couple. The the oh yeah yeah couple. the nurse and the goth. And she's <laughs> she's got the the gun and she's gonna she's like trying to shoot him and he like kicks the door to like send the pistol back at her head and she shoots and she herself. shoots herself. Just like it just didn't feel Michael Myers to me. I don't know like. Uh, I know he's he's done some weird shit like in 2018 like the whole like uh the skull jack o' lantern thing yeah like you he really has fucking time for this so he does some questionable things in 2018 but this one especially I was just like I mean well, say what you gotta say <laughs> no 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 well I'm just I was just saying because like are you talking about like the way he sets up the bodies and stuff because I feel like he's always done that. Like, I feel like even in the original one, he like he staged like when when Laurie goes to the house and he's like on the bed with the tombstone behind him and all that stuff. You're not wrong. Yeah, true. So like, I I feel I feel like if we're going in like direct style with like if we're retconning all the other ones and we're just going with the original one, I think it's okay that he like props up the bodies the way he does. Interesting. Yeah, no, I I guess now that you say that I even I even think about that often. I'm like, that is super weird that he would do that. You know, he's definitely because i don't know i just always felt like michael myers growing up he's a very like cut of the mill serial killer or like slasher killer mm-hmm. where he's just like kill him with you know he's iconic with the butcher knife yeah and it's just like that's how i envision him so whenever it goes i know he's used some crazy fucking weapons like yeah. even in some of my favorites then there are some of my favorite kills but i don't know this one just felt like it was someone else making choices not michael myers and they show yeah. him a lot like his face like they do yes in juxtaposition but i was like come on uh you know i was just getting not supposed to see his face um i will say allison in this movie in certain parts is fucking badass though i wish there was more of her in this movie because i actually fucking love the character of allison i loved her in the i loved her in the 2018 one and i feel like they didn't utilize her character very well in that one either like there are just so many 
And, and I wanted to touch upon the hospital scene as well, because that is one of my, I fucking hate that scene too. I hate it. (laughs) I get what they were going for. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm sorry. And I know that like the whole mob mentality, like once everybody like joins in, it's kind of hard to like, you know, cause you get Karen and you get Lori where they're like, that's not him, but it's like, okay, you should know exactly what he looks like, like not his face, but this is a fucking like five foot two <laughs> fucking like Danny DeVito looking motherfucker. Yeah, how, how is that? How do you think that that is Michael Myers? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't buy that for a second. Like Tommy Doyle. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, Tommy Doyle is a whole other fucking story that I'm going to get into in a minute because he dro- <sighs> don't even get me started. <laughs> Um, what, do, what do you well, well we'll wait till we get to him then that's fine yep yeah, sorry uh oh, no yeah. i just i just wanted to say that like that makes no fucking sense to me and i don't care like if you're i've had people be like well it's because there's like a mob like nobody knows what's going on i'm like no i'm sorry a five foot three looking fucking guy that is walking around the hospital like there had to have been pictures that were released of Michael Myers when he was arrested back in 78. People know how tall he is. People know what he looks like for the yeah. most part that I don't buy that for a second. Maybe if they would have casted exactly. Maybe if they would have casted somebody that closely resembles Michael Myers, that would have been better. I would. But see, I, Michael, that's what I'm not trying to interrupt you, but that's what oh, you're I'm good. saying. About what this film tried to do politically is mm-hmm. saying, it's it's trying to say to us as the viewer, like, dude, this is how wrong you are sometimes. And it's like, what the fuck are you trying to tell me right now? Like, I was just getting so upset with the political references and all that bullshit. So, yeah, no, it's <laughs> that scene. I actually, to be honest with you, I actually skipped forward the second mm. time I watched Halloween Kills. I didn't even want to watch <laughs> that scene because I knew the second time I watched it, I wasn't going to like it either. Oh, and and to ask, so did this move down your list? Yes, it did. Okay, okay. Um, I had Halloween Kills. I didn't. I wouldn't say I had it up like super, super high, but I did okay. have it above 2018. Okay, and that quickly changed yeah. <laughs> after yeah. I watched it yesterday the second time because I was just like, <sighs> and the the fact that they fucking sidelined Lori for most of the movie, except to have her like give all these philosophical like poetic lines where it's like you're not fucking you're not sarah connor from terminator you're not fucking like and they did the same thing with tommy doyle like his his acting in this movie terrible his line delivery cheesy like and then they give i really loved the the whole little touch of them like bringing back these characters from the original like lindsey wallace loved her yeah she was one of the better parts of this movie she was too she was uh she was kind of a badass she was um i liked that she you know took the bricks and the the pillow case and whacked him i was like hey she tried man she went for it so hell yeah I actually i actually kind of like Lindsay. so but the fact that they took these characters that we know and love and basically put them in this movie but then just to have them killed off with no with absolutely no fucking like i don't know it's almost like they didn't even need to have them in the movie if you were just going to kill them off as quickly as you did Mm-hmm. and like also another thing that really drives me nuts is i know it's a horror movie characters make dumb decisions but some of these characters in this movie i'm like are you fu-? like the whole couple that gets killed in their house the when the lady has ample time to run out of the fucking kitchen and michael is standing there literally letting her leave the house and she yeah. just cowers in a corner after she's already unlocked the doors and just lets her kill it lets him kill her yeah. really 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I do gotta say, like, those are probably two standout kills. Those are not oh, yeah. fucking kills. If you've seen it, like, yeah, those are fucking wild. But I completely agree. That's what I was saying earlier, too, was, like, the choices, dude. What are <sighs> all of you doing? And, okay, so let's, uh, I don't know if you're cool to jump forward to, like, talking about the gay couple, uh, Big John and Little John. Oh, yeah, yeah. How their character choice was to lock the person in well michael myers but like they think they don't they think it's like these kids right fucking with them right so they lock the doors and i think that's trying to reverse like it's trying to it's a political fucking statement again like we're Mm. taking this back and they're trying to make it so fucking ham-fisted yeah evil dies tonight oh dude i'm so pissed we should should invent a drinking game Oh, Drink every time you fucking hear "Evil Dies Tonight" Halloween kills. You'll be that, or every time blaster. you roll your eyes, I'll be fucking gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh fuck. So, dude. I mean, yeah. I'll it's, let you go. <laughs> well, I will say, um, like on a positive note, I do, I do think that they did um, kind of put the humor on the backburn for backburner for this movie. And I, I appreciated that they, they made it more of a straightforward, serious movie again, like the mm-hmm. original was, because that was my biggest gripe with the 2018 one was the misplaced fucking like humor. I was like, this movie is not supposed to be a comedy, right? Like I'm not laughing, so why why do, would you put this in here? Like, mm. um, but the issue that I have with this one is that there's just like they didn't know where to take the story. It's basically either Michael Myers roaming around freely, just killing people which is cool. Like, I love that. I love that they made him so vicious in this movie or it's just this, they, they focus on this fucking mob thing for like half of the movie where the town is going, going out to fight Michael Myers. Evil dies tonight. All this like fucking bullshit. And it's like, it would, maybe it would have been better if Laurie Strode was the one that was leading the, you know, maybe leading the charge on the mob. Maybe that would have made it a little bit better, but just this whole, like, I don't like the character of Tommy Doyle at all. I don't, he annoyed the fuck out of me <laughs> like like literally annoyed the fuck out of me and i knew from the moment that like that bar scene came up that opening bar scene where he's like doing his little like monologue, monologue i knew i wasn't gonna like his character because i was like this is so cheesy like mm-hmm. i'm already like sitting here cringing because of just how bad it was mm-hmm. um and then it did surprise me though that they decided to kill off karen at the end which which I won't be surprised if that was a dream or exactly and that's I got trust issues bro I know because they because they're probably right and they'll probably decide like later on oh that was a bad decision so we're just yeah. gonna retcon that that doesn't exist. exactly dude yeah and like and that's what I'm scared of yeah right and was that real or fucking not dude? <laughs> exactly and the thing that also irritates me about this is like they had three more fucking years to make this movie better than it was what we got was not worth the three years that we waited for it i'm yeah. sorry and i don't care what people no. say like i know that people real i know that people either really didn't like this movie or people really loved this mm-hmm. movie and more power to you if you loved this movie that's great mm-hmm. but for halloween and i hate it when people tell me that i should temper my expectations i should never have to temper my expectations not for how, how not for not was. for certain movies like that not for scream not for halloween not yeah. for like certain movies that like did it so well before it's like how hard is it to make a decent halloween film you've got all the fucking material you've got john carpenter in your fucking corner 
like yeah. doing the music for you. That's another yeah. positive of this movie. I did like yeah. the music. Okay. I think 2018's music is way better, but I did enjoy this score. Yeah. You've got all these resources necessary to you, and this is what we get. Yeah. I'm sorry, there's no excuse for it. Like it, it honestly, like, and it sounds like I'm being like really uh, aggressive and angry about it, but it's like as a Halloween fan who really, really enjoys the original for what it did and like mm. all the hard work and the effort that they put into it. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that nobody put hard work and effort into this film. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying like, you have all of these resources, you have all of these, um, you know, things to reference and you, you give us the same shit that you gave us the last time. And it's like, anyway, I'm sorry. I went on a total fucking soapbox about Halloween kills, no, but yeah, you're just kind of repeating what I'm said in, in a different way. Like, uh, yeah, I just personally, I really hated the politics aspect of it. Um, I think the acting was really off. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Judy Greer, right. That's her name. Um, she, she's a fantastic actress. Like I actually really like her in 2018 and in all of her other stuff that she's in but this one i was like i just like were they awake i don't i don't know like it just felt weird like they were napping man they were fucking just napping on it and it felt weird like even jamie lee curtis like i almost wonder i've heard some interviews with her dude she's not a big horror fan no she she never fell into it yeah she never has been she tried to get out and i i sometimes wonder like it's probably some fat cash, dude. So, like, oh, definitely. This, like, I don't blame her. I like Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't blame her, but like, I just feel like between this and 2018's like performance, um, it's just like it was a downgrade. Yeah, like Laurie Strode. Like, what do you? I know it's like a reimagining of her. Like, since it's based off the first, you know, the original. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like Jamie Lee Curtis was sleeping on it in 2018 yeah. and this one. So, Oh yeah. I think she was really good in 2018 okay, for the most part. But this yeah. one, I was just like these like Sarah Connor type of, if he die, if I die, he dies with me. Right. I, I have to kill the darkness that I created. It and was, it's like, oh, please yeah. stop. Like this is so cringy. fucking cheesy and cringy yeah. and not in a good way. <laughs> her and Tommy Jarvis bo- or t- her, Tommy Jarvis now I'm thinking Friday the 13th Tommy yeah. Doyle just and I, I really hate that they really did sideline her for most of this movie like mm-hmm. and I think that they were doing that for the simple fact that like she's gonna come back in the in the last one and just completely wreck his shit hopefully but still like this is supposed to be about like Michael and Lori and I feel like there wasn't much of any of that. Like Michael, Michael is definitely showcased a lot in this movie. But as you said before, sometimes it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. It really doesn't, dude. Yeah, it doesn't. And I will say like the two people that did the best in this movie are Allison and uh, Cameron. Like the two characters that played them. Like I don't necessarily like Cameron in the first one. And right. I didn't really I mean, like him in the dude. second one that much either. Yeah. And I was kind of happy when he died in the second one. But at the same time, like, right. his death is fucking brutal, though. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, but also, let's talk about that, too, really quick. Like, how I, I fucking hate nothing more than having the, of course, like, cisgendered white boy who treats his girlfriend like shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he comes back as a fucking hero and, like, oh, no, don't kill him. No. You know, it's yeah. like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like. Dude, like, if they would have flipped that, like, if she would have been, like, used him as bait or something, that's fine. Because, okay, yeah. I got to say this about 2018 before we get into it okay. eventually. I, at least it's a very feminist film. Like, it's super yeah. hardcore feminist, and that's, I think, why I like it way more. 
Yeah. Um, super feminist. And this one, so I guess 2018 is political as well, but it feel you, you get that message and you take it and it, yes. you eat it up. This one, it's just so fucking ham fisted. And they, they take back. I didn't feel feminism through any no. of this fucking film. No. It, it took it all back. All back. Yeah. It just turned it into like, oh, remember what happened of January of 2021? The insurrection on the Capitol? Yeah, that's what it felt like. I was like, cool. Okay, cool. Exactly. Cool. Fuck me. So. Well, and that was an interesting point that you brought up when you did, uh, when you talked about Halloween Kills previously, because you said like you you thought of it as like the left wing and the right wing. Like yeah. I never even thought thought about that but now that you say that i'm like that makes perfect fucking sense yeah i was more i think when i watched it the first time i was more annoyed about the fact that like how do none of these fucking people not realize that this is clearly not michael myers i think that was what i was so stuck on staring at this like old frail like and it's so sad because he doesn't even know what's fucking going on and it's just like uh i did not yeah Yeah. well and, and another thing to like talk about the filmmaking aspect of this film is so they try to humanize this poor guy, and you feel sorry for him. Yeah. But then it goes into the gruesome details of showing his incredibly fucking nasty death. And I heard so it was like, worse in the screening. I heard it was really? even worse. Like I heard that like they had a shot of his like brains like seeping out of his fucking skull and. Yeah. And yeah. like just his like bent limbs and shit. I'm like, so you essentially took any emotion we had and drained it. Like you just did. Sorry. So, yeah. I, I feel like we need to like kind of move on from Halloween Kills. It's fresh. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's just we'll never get through the night if we keep talking about <laughs> know. it, you know, because we still got to talk about 2018 as well whenever that pops up first. Yes. Sorry, that was a yeah. I'm sorry, that was a soapbox to you and the listeners. There was just so much that there was so much that I wanted to say about kills and why it fucking disappointed me it. the way it did. Yeah, and I, I think we had a good discussion on it. So I think without with that being said, I think yes, it's time <laughs> to move on to our number eight because we've spent way too much on this fucking movie. So right, right. So yeah, I mean, uh, if I'm going eight for me, my eighth spot is Halloween Four: Return of Michael Myers. Yeah, I don't okay, I don't love it. It's um. If it's on, it's one of those ones that I'll just be like, yeah, sure, leave it on. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't ever – it's one of those ones that every time I put it on, I'm like, I forget a lot of the details of this shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it's just <laughs> – I don't know. It, it's it's super forgettable to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't – like, can you honestly think of any, like, super standout kills? Because I – I love the shotgun kill when he okay. fucking pins the girl up against like up against the wall with the shotgun yeah, that kills okay. cool yeah it's not too bad i think there's another pretty bad mask like i said oh god one of the worst dude yeah this is like this chunk of the halloween timeline have some really bad masks so <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know why they like fucked around with it so much especially in halloween 5 like i can get what you yeah. mean <laughs> I, yeah but <laughs> <laughs> it's like but yeah this one is just like the super um, to explain it, it's like the one that's like super pale, no marks or anything, like super hollow eyes, and like the forehead is a little too big. Yeah, you know, it's just like super yep. dead. And eyes. the hairline is the yeah, hair the is hair. weird. Yeah, <laughs> there is just like this straight furry comeback thing that uh, it's, it's super weird. Um, well, and I've heard people make the excuse not to cut you off, but I've heard people make the excuse that oh, he got the mask from a department store. Of course, it's going to look like that. And I'm like, well, the first one he got from a department store too, right. and it exactly. didn't look like that one. Nope. So that excuse goes right out the fucking window. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, I just. No, you're good. I mean, I, I definitely would have to say like positives of this one is introducing like Jamie Lloyd, so Daniel Harris's character. Um, she's I love 
Daniel Harris, like most people do in the horror community, because she actually appreciates being in the horror community. She actually yes. loves us. Um, Daniel, if you're listening, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just... I do. I I don't mind that whole you know story timeline thing. They definitely retcon it a lot in Halloween Five, like you said. Yeah. Um, and there are some questionable choices in Five, but um, I I also think like as a kid actor, she wasn't perfect. Like, I like yeah. Daniel Harris as a person. I don't super love her acting. That's just probably a hot take. Like, I don't love her in the Rob Zombie <laughs> ones. Yeah. Uh, but and I and I get why people do. You know. But yeah, she just. Not not for me. She's a cool person though. So she has. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. So not the not the greatest. I don't have much <laughs> else to say. I'm sorry. It's okay. So. Um so my number eight is going and this movie by no means is a bad movie. The reason why I have it as number eight is because one, it doesn't really, in my opinion, doesn't really fit as well in the Halloween franchise and I'm probably giving this away by that, by what I'm saying, it doesn't have Michael Myers in it. Mm, so it okay. really, I get what they were going for. Yeah. Like with the whole, like doing, you know, I don't, I'll just say it Halloween three season of the witch. Yeah. Um, I will say it's like lower on my list. Like I said, because it doesn't, it doesn't feel like the rest of the movies in the franchise. Cause Michael Myers isn't in it. I do appreciate that aspect of it though, because you know, when you read the story about how, you know, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill were pretty much done with the Michael Myers storyline after two. Like mm-hmm. they wanted to completely kill him off after two. Yeah. And they wanted to start this new anthology thing where they were going to put out a new movie like every single year. Yeah. In this like kind of franchise. And people bitched and complained about it and made a big hoopla over it because they were like, oh, Michael Myers isn't in it. And so for like the longest time, Halloween three was considered one of the worst movies of the franchise. And now I feel like people are starting to notice that it's actually one of the best ones because i i really enjoy this movie yeah um it's not one of the movies that i put on all the time which is also why it's down so low on my list as far as like movies halloween movies that i think to put in and this is like not one of them that i always you know but i love the concept and i love how brutal the concept is because especially when it has to do with children yeah dude it's technically one of the gnarlier ones for doing that so it's like a disturbing concept to think that somebody would yeah. want to do that to children. Like it's just, yeah. and the acting in it is pretty good. I would say from like the main character, the guy that plays the main guy, he's really sure good in this. Yeah, I do too. Scream King, but I always forget his fucking name. Yeah. Yeah. He's great in it. Um, yeah. I just think the whole concept in itself is really unique and it's a really fresh take on the whole Halloween franchise. And mm-hmm. so, um, I mean, that's all I really have to say about Halloween three. I don't know if you, I don't know where it fits on your list, but if it's, it's, if it's also number eight, then we could, no, your number eight was Halloween four. Sorry. It was, it was. Um, It's, it's, and, and I'm sure I can speak for you. Like most at this point, most of the rest of our lists are like ones we actually relatively can enjoy. Yes. Like I said, with Halloween four, like if it's on, it's on, I'm not going to like turn it off. Like I'll take it over real housewives sorry i don't watch that you know like um so yeah like i'll I'll leave it on but and i'd assume that's kind of fitting in with you for the rest of them so yeah oh definitely so hit us with your number seven jensen number seven possibly another hot take um i'm gonna have to go for 2018's halloween okay it's it's pretty low uh i mean we're like mid-tier at this point you know so uh near mid-tier a little lower but like I just feel like, yes, I love that it was like a super feminist film, mm-hmm. but 
I know you said you really liked Jamie Lee Curtis's portrayal of Laurie Strode in this one. Yeah. I kind of hated it. I don't know why. <laughs> it just like it, it kind of played on like the whole like she's a crackpot and like I don't like that. You know, it's like Yeah. I, I get that things it okay, like you're a big fan of Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well. So it's kind of yes. like if they took Well the like, now, Oh, you don't like the original? No. Oh, yeah, no, I think you're thinking of Mark. Probably, but I <laughs> Okay, my bad, my bad. No, I, you're good, you're I, good. You loved it. Well, I'm a huge fan. It's like my second favorite horror film of all time. So it's like, yeah. to me, if they took the original, like, Sally character. Yeah. And they remade it or, like, did, like, a spiritual successor of it now and made Sally this, like, crackpot, like, I got to find him or, like, I got to protect my family. Like, I just felt really weird about it mm-hmm. um, that they did this with Laurie Strode's character. I didn't like it. And Jamie Lee character character, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, like just kind of started sleeping on it again. Um, it's weird. She's such a great fucking actress. Like mm-hmm. some stuff like knives out. I think in dramas, she appreciates it more. Yeah. So horror quote unquote Halloween only basically. <laughs> uh, she just kind of doesn't fuck with it. I'd even say like freaky Friday. I like her character yeah. more than me this. too. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I didn't love it. Um, positive since we're kind of more in that area like there are some positives i think it's like a lot of people love this one so take that as you will listener um it's it's not as contentious as halloween kills has been yeah halloween 2018 seems pretty among the board like people really like it i don't hear too many people who hate it so um he is pretty brutal in it i do like see that's the thing i love michael myers in 2018 yeah he feels like a true michael myers like he's scary and he makes choices that resonate with the character from the original yes and uh some of the kills are super crazy like i'm trying to think of some standout ones in 2018 obviously the the skull they're like the head jack-o'-lantern yeah um, i do i do love the bathroom scene with the the podcast crew that was pretty fun uh with the teeth uh we're oh. seeing that in the trailer and i was like oh that's gnarly i wish they it's kind of like what you said about halloween kills like i wish they wouldn't have shown that. yes exactly like, my thoughts exactly thank yeah, you i wish they wouldn't have shown that because it would have been super fun to see just like teeth dropped on the floor like that would have been super dope so um yeah it's got some cool stuff and and i think as a film it works better because some of the shots make sense and like it actually looks like a decent film unlike yeah. halloween kills i'm sorry it, it, <laughs> I felt like I was watching a Hallmark film or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, 2018, like, uh, like I, I really love that whole chunk of the film where it also shows Michael Myers getting his outfit back. Yeah. Up. Uh, like he, you know, it alludes to like in the background, you see the podcasters roll up and in the background, you see him take out the dude, the mechanic yeah. that at that gas station or whatever, that whole vibe. And he takes his jumpsuit and then he finds his mask at the house later um, you know, shit like that. I'm like, yeah, dude, this works for me. So those are some positives, but overall, like I don't, uh, actively choose to like go watch it. Yeah. But if it, it obviously at this point, if it's on, it's on, I'm cool with it. I definitely like, uh, I don't rewatch it in the month of October. I huh. don't really, you know, I don't put it on cause I don't feel like I need to. Uh, most of the ones after this, I kind of feel like I do. For yeah. The most part. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much all I got to say about Halloween 2018. You know, nice. most people obviously have seen it by now, I'd assume. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no spoilers. Sorry. If you are, what kind of rock are you living under? You know. <laughs> yeah, <you're> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So my number seven is going to be Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh, okay. The first okay. one. Um, 
see, and I, I have had a long, interesting history with Rob Zombie. I've, I've grown to, to appreciate his movies a lot more. They're not my favorite still. I would say they're still not <laughs> like his, his whole aesthetic, like his whole, his whole grindhouse white trash. Every single movie has to be fucking like, everybody's like, fuck you and fuck you. You're a, you know, all that. I don't, I'm not a fan of it as much. Um, But what I will say is like, it took me a really long time to appreciate it, but I do appreciate that he did give Michael more of a backstory in this one. Like I think in 1978, what made that one work so well is that he didn't really have a backstory, but I feel like if, if Rob Zombie went and did the exact same thing that John Carpenter did, it would have, there wouldn't have been a point to making it true. Yeah. You're not wrong. So um, and I think you, I think you mentioned in Halloween too, you didn't really like that they humanized him. I, I kind of liked that aspect just a little bit more just because it gives you like some, some bit of more personality when it comes to Michael Myers. Cause like, I feel like Michael Myers doesn't really have much of a personality in like any of the movies that he's in. I mean, you're sure he stages his victims. So I guess that's like a personality trait, but they don't yeah. really, they don't really dive into why he is what he is because he just is. Mm-hmm. which is cool. I like that aspect, but like in this one, I feel like he has much more of a personality. Like there's a nice little scene with him and Lori towards the end of the film when he's trying to tell her that he's her brother mm-hmm. and she's not under, I like that moment. Like there's moments in this movie that I really, really like. Um, I prefer a lot of the characters in this one to the 1978 and my, my that might be a hot take because I think the Lori Strode and Rob Zombie's Halloween is much better. Not, okay. Not because I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis does a good job. I just think for this day and age, we I don't think the audience's audience would have wanted to see a carbon copy of Jamie Lee Curtis's character. I like the fact that she's a little more crude. She's a little more vulgar. She's not like this hoity-toity, like doesn't do anything wrong. Like she she's a good girl. They established that quite a few times in this movie. Yeah. But she also has like, you know she talks like normal teenagers in this day yep. and age talk. It, it, I, I completely agree on that part. Yeah. And like all the characters I feel like are way more likable. Cause I feel like in the 78 one, Annie specifically, she's not a likable character at all. Like I don't give a fuck about her. Yeah. Um, same with, I love Linda though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I will say yeah. Linda in the 78 one. I do love, but yes. I also love the Linda in this one because they're a lot nicer to Lori. Like, and me and Josh brought this up as well in, like, our Rob Zombie episode that we did. In the original 1978 one, they're kind of mean to her. Okay, okay. I've never looked at it from that angle, but I'd have to think about it. Yeah. Like, like they're supposed to be friends, but they don't really treat Lori like a person. They kind of treat her like a paranoid fucking, like, nerd who does nothing but, you know, sit around and do... Like, specifically Annie. I wouldn't say that Linda's as mean to Lori as Annie is, but, like... My point is, is like, I feel like Rob Zombie took these characters that were in the original and really gave them more of a personality, yeah. which I, I really like. Um, I also like Tyler Maine as Michael Myers in this movie. He's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, that's... I always say, like, if there was if there was one Michael Myers that I would not want to face off against, he's at the top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Him and James Jude Courtney would not want to go against either one of them. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I would not make it out alive, I can tell you that. Seriously. Um, but I, yeah, they're they're. I do appreciate like the first half of the movie where it's like him in the hospital, and then like the second half is also good, but it's kind of just like a pretty much a shot for shot <laughs> replication of the original. So 
I will say the reason why it's lower on my list than Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, which is another hot take. I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of people being like, the fuck are you? What the fuck are these choices? I'm already. Yeah. (laughs) How low mine was, though. But um, yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about Rob Zombie's Halloween. I think I think he did a really good job um, in paying respect to the original, but also having his own unique vision. And it took me a long time to get to that point because I think when it first came out, I absolutely hated it. I was like, I don't like it. I don't like the fact that he gave Michael Myers a backstory Hmm. now. Like there were so many things that I didn't like, but now that I'm older, I can appreciate it more. So yeah, that's my number seven, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Okay, well, I mean, I should have just spoken up. My six is Rob Zombie Halloween, so it's pretty close to yours. Um, And to say, like, that 2018 Halloween being at my seven spot and Rob Zombie Halloween being here at six, like, they do kind of flip sometimes where it just depends on what mood I'm in, in a weird way. Um, Because sometimes the backstory is okay to have. I'm actually flipped. You hated it when you first saw it. When I saw it back in the day, I was like, I liked it a lot. You yeah, because my my me, my meager brain, my high school <laughs> teenager brain needed that, you know. So I think uh, now that I look at it, that's probably my least favorite aspect of it. To be honest, I don't love the whole backstory thing, and um, yeah, because I don't know, like that's kind of what I have to complain about. Obviously, Halloween two by him, Rob Zombie. I don't love the humanization of Michael Myers. I don't know, <laughs> and I, that's probably like I sound like one of those old school types who is just like, don't mess with my Michael Myers. But yeah, I don't know. I've never felt that way about any other film. Like, even if they did that to like Jason, like try to humanize him, which they kind of do though. That's one thing about (laughs) Jason, you know, like you at least feel bad for him a little bit more so. Um, And Leatherface, obviously he's my baby boy. How dare you? Don't say anything (laughs) bad about Leatherface. Okay. He's my baby boy. So my pride and joy. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. So, like I said, it kind of falters between that and 2018 Halloween. They kind of fall back and forth. But um, like as of writing this, I felt like it sits okay at sixth spot. Uh, there's yeah. obviously Michael Myers is fucking brutal. It's about as brutal as I can take it without it touching the levels of Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie. where yeah. It's nihilistic to the mm-hmm. point that I was just like kind of disgusted. Um, you know, cause I know Rob Zombie, he can take it to that place and I can handle it. Yeah. But Halloween two is just like, nothing is redeemable. But yeah, with this one, at least like there's some redeemable characters. Um, and I, I think, uh, with the least favorite part of it being his backstory, his childhood, I just hate the whole, not to be on the bandwagon, but I hate <laughs> the whole, like, um, what's her face? What's, uh, Sherry, Sherry Moon zombie. zombie being a stripper, of course. And, and, uh, th- it doesn't matter. I'm just pointing it out. She's not attractive to me at all. <laughs> I don't think she's yeah. an attractive woman. That's just me though. Uh, the backstory was fine, but it definitely has some brutal fucking kills. Um, yeah. And kind of like what you said, like, I definitely appreciate that it felt a little more human. Like, um, like Lori, she felt, a lot more like an actual teenager yes compared to the original where it's just like cardboard cut out sometimes yeah, sometimes yeah. you're like question mark like you're a sin <laughs> you know it's like what is going on but yeah uh, all for the better it's okay so yeah i mean yeah sixth spot definitely not a bad place a to watch. be yeah like 
Definitely expect some brutal fucking kills, though. Like, if you're not good with gore and you watch, like, the full unrated, uncut or whatever version, you know how he Rob Zombie does that with all yep. of his shit. He's like, oh, unrated, uncut, untheatrical. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude, calm down. X-rated. I'm like, bro, bro, bro. Uh, yeah, whenever he does that. So, yeah, just expect some pretty gnarly shit, some gnarly kills. Um, Definitely, we got to talk about the, the killing with the stick in the beginning when he's a oh, kid. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, dude, when you watch it, it, every year that I fucking watch it and I get older, I'm like, that's so fucking depressing. Cause like, it's ugh. hard to watch. Like Cause that. like, yeah, it's so even if, watch, even as big of a piece of shit as the bully is, like, yeah. he didn't deserve that. It's, oh, and I remember, I remember specifically Mark bringing that up in his, when they did Halloween uh, with mm. Josh from Horror Movie Crew, they talked about that scene. And Mark says it's hard for him to watch too. It like, is, it's just yeah. a hard scene to watch. It really is. Yeah. I, I think it's all of the emotion you get from, uh, you know, Michael being bullied mm-hmm. and obviously bullies, they have shit going on at home too. Not, yeah. not that like, if you have shit going on at home and you bully people, you're kind of a piece of shit still, but you got shit for you to figure out too. So, yeah, uh, you know, you kind of feel that like aggression from Michael and you feel the sympathy that you have in that moment for the bully kid, whatever his name is. Yeah. And, so I think it's a lot of like pent up emotion that you're getting and he's expressing it in an extreme way. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely brutal kill. Like I personally, like people who know me on my podcast, I can't handle like stabbings, like brutal, like realistic stabbings. Yeah. Um, where people's like reactions to it are, um, have you seen black coat's daughter? Yeah. Do you know at the end where, uh, Emily, whatever, uh, you know, the actors, yeah. Where she like stabs the couple in the car? Yeah, dude. Um, I, it's hard. Yeah, dude. I hate I hate that kind of stuff. It's like some people can't handle like gunshots, um, really gory stuff. I'm fine with, but yeah. whenever it comes to, like stabbings and things like this that are like really drawn out, like him getting killed with a fucking giant log stick thing, <sighs> I'm like, because you just kind of sit through that. You're like, I can imagine that pain, like. Yeah, and you're just so, like you're just like oh, this makes yeah. me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, so definitely, you know, if you're, I, I like how I'm going into this thinking that your listeners are going to be li- watching these films for the first time. Hey, if they, some of them might never, be though. Yeah, dude, let me know if someone says that they did because I definitely warning for this one is it's incredibly brutal. I a lot of them. So. Yeah, and it's funny that you brought that point up because I literally just talked to a friend that I have on Instagram okay. and he had only just seen the original Halloween oh, from boy. 1978 last week. And I was Did like, you love it? No, Did he loved it? it, but I was like, okay. you have, okay. I was like, you're older than me and you haven't seen that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but so. also, I would say expect um, a lot of swearing as well. That's Rob's a Rob Zombie staple because I feel like in the opening scene, it's just like, fuck you and fuck you and Uh, all that baby does is crying shit crying shit crying shit like (laughs) yeah unfortunately huge not only to actual like the trauma on screen but it's also big trigger warning to like mental illness and stuff there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like you said just like uh misogyny Uh, sorry (laughs) rob zombie always has racism in his films yeah literally always does don't if you come at me trying to dispute that, fuck you. Like he always has racism. He always in his has films. it. Yeah. I'm not saying Rob Zombie is a racist, but he includes it. Kind of like Stephen King. Like it's yeah. in there. The N word, stuff like that. If you've got a fucking Confederate flag in the background, it's a racist film already. Yeah. Not you know, it's still mid tier for me. Right. And I can get past that, but it doesn't bother me with the racism stuff because the characters that are in it, you would expect them to be. 
So it's not like he's that. it's not that. like he's saying that he's racist or like no, I get that, racist. Yeah. It, I, I think it's like that separation of like knowing that it's a movie and like those characters that he's portraying in the movie, they would talk like that. They would act like that because there are still people today that do act like that. So like, I of guess course. it doesn't bother me just because I, I'm like, he's not outwardly being racist. He's just portraying racism through these characters, which is understandable because that's exactly how they'd probably be, you know? Of course. But it's also to the point that like, I kind of say this, like, I'm sure you've seen that meme about Quentin Tarantino, like, whenever yep. he gets the chance to say the n-word boom hit the button yeah like yeah that's the same thing with eli roth stephen king i mean not so, sorry oops reverse that i was just he was in my brain not eli <laughs> roth not at all he's actually a super cool guy not that. i meant um stephen king yeah and rob zombie and quentin tarantino like they're famous for having some form of racism in their films and but also i'm not i'm a white person so yeah that's the thing. If you go into this and you're a colored person, brown, black, whatever, if you watch it, it could and be triggering. It could be incredibly triggering, especially in yeah. 2021 where a Confederate flag is a big fucking deal to be displaying that. So Definitely. we'll leave it there. <laughs> let's hear your six, dude. I'm I'm ready. We're getting into the topper, you know, the upper team. I know. I know. I'm, I'm like excited to talk about, like, I wasn't excited to talk about resurrection or Halloween six, but I am right. excited to talk about these ones. Okay. So my number six is Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers. Okay. Um, I will start off with the positives. Um, I think Michael Myers, I really like Michael, Michael Myers in this one because um, he's, he's very resourceful. Like mm-hmm. he's not just like a mindless killing machine in this one. Like he actually goes around and like cuts the power to the town. Like he cuts the town off from like certain resources to like do his killings and stuff. And I find that really cool. Like, I think that's a nice little touch that they added that he's not just like a, a mindless killing machine. Like he has like a thought process. He has like planning that he does ahead of time to do this. Um, I do hate the mask though. I will say that it's <laughs> one of the worst. Yeah. Um, but I love, I I personally love Daniel Harris in this movie. I think for her, for it being her first movie, she does absolutely fucking incredible. Like as a child actor, the, the acting that she does is amazing. Um, I love the character of Rachel. As I said previously though, I think I do like Tina a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I do love Rachel in this movie. I love some of the kills in this movie. You get like the one where he throws the guy into the power, <laughs> the power thing and electrocutes him. You get the one where he takes the shotgun and, you know, stabs her through the, through the stomach with it. Like, yeah. I feel like in this one, he, he kills them with a lot more things than just a knife, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. It's, it feels like one of the first ones that they kind of went experimental with the weaponry. Yes. Um, I also appreciate the tone in this one as well. I, I did say that there's a lot of films in this franchise that don't rep can't ever replicate the tone in Halloween. Um, this one does a pretty good job in some aspects. Like there's that scene where Rachel's looking around for um Jamie and she sees him just walking through the fog, which is a which is a really chilling scene. I yeah. love that part. Um, there are moments in this movie that are really good. Uh See, and what I feel like they did a really good job with with this one was with the mob thing. The mob thing was was something that was started with this one, but it didn't feel like it was drawn out. It didn't feel like it was making a political statement. Like exactly. it felt it was like just it a town needed... coming together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It it felt like it needed to be there. And the other thing with kills that drive me so so crazy. Not to backtrack, but like 
this town, if you're going to retcon all the other ones, this town has only ever experienced Michael Myers once. So why is everybody so like up in arms about killing him? You know what I mean? They, they act like as if he's like been a part, like as if he's done multiple killings, like True. multiple times. That yeah. was another issue I had is like, why is everyone like evil dies tonight when he's oh, only God. ever. <laughs> you're making me think more about it. Like, dude, that actually, yeah. Cause thinking that they would be so fucking prepped for it so many years later. They yeah. Just ready for it. Like you've really been thinking about it this whole time. I did. Yeah. Dude, Tommy sit the fuck down <laughs> like, relax, <laughs> and chill man. the fuck out. Have another beer or something. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Seriously. He was ready for it, dude. God. Yeah. He could not wait. <laughs> You're right, dude. The more I think about it. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. One atrocity before that. Okay. Yeah. Well, two, I guess, if two, you count. Two, I guess. But... Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I like Halloween 4 for the most part. I still think that out of, I mean, it's pretty high on my list. It's number six, but I think it's still one of the lesser movies that I pop in. Like if, you know, like you said, like if it's on, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do enjoy it. But I think I do find that some parts do lag. And I, I find it really annoying that nobody fucking listens to Loomis in this one. Mm-hmm. Similar to the 19... 19- pretty... Yeah. Yeah, similar to the 1978 one when nobody listens yeah. to him either. But this one, like, he knows what he's fucking talking about. He's dealt with this before, twice already before this, like, on the same night. And, like, yet people are still questioning him and calling him a kook. I don't get that at all. I don't get that whole, like storyline with them not i mean i guess the sheriff like the new sheriff really does kind of like take him seriously when he gets there but he has to explain himself and it's like and when they're like when they're like oh michael myers couldn't have escaped like when they get to like the whole ambulance scene like the crash scene when they're like basically saying like oh he probably got his body probably got thrown out of the car out of the okay yeah (laughs) why can't you find his body then yeah, and just segue right into the story, the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that whole like that whole little storyline, it's not a super huge deal for me, but it does annoy the hell out of me that nobody listens to him. Yeah, and I feel like for me it being in my eighth spot, I think one big reason is because obviously with uh Season of the Witch, the third one, mm-hmm. uh, with the fourth one they were like, "Oh wait, everybody wants Michael Myers back. Let's yeah. just insert him." wait, go back, go back. Everybody like panicked, you know? And they were like, yeah. okay, write the script. Okay, do this. <laughs> and um, so it just kind of feels very thrown together in my opinion because um, it wasn't intended. And I always forget which one it is. One of them is like directed by someone who literally never directed horror, not this one. So I don't know which, I think it might be five, which I haven't said yet. So you'll be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, yeah, some of them, some of the choices are super weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, other than that, I think that's all I have to say about Halloween four. I think I think it's one of the stronger contenders in the franchise. I think it's one of the more enjoyable ones. Um, it aside, feels like a Halloween film. Like yes, like definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with like the the 10 year gap from yeah. between this one and the the original Halloween. I feel like they did a really good job yeah. with matching the tone for the most part. Like I said, you will never be able to <laughs> fight me on this. You will never be able to match the tone of the original ever, maybe mm-hmm. at some point. But I'm, I'm yet to see a Halloween film in the franchise that replicates what the original one did. So, no, it's it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> I mean, it's like how Nightmare on Elm Street, like when you actually go back and watch the first one, it's pretty just brutal and nihilistic. 
Uh, yeah. I love it. Um, but then when you go on, that's when Freddie finally, like Robert England, gave him some personality and stuff. And yes. they never got that back, especially with the 2010 one or whatever. Oh, God. Is, we, we don't even yeah, want to. We, no. That's we the resurrection that of of uh, the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. No, it's about the same. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's almost worse than the resurrection, but no, it's. it's yeah. Actually, I think I might watch Resurrection again before I watch the new Nightmare. I haven't watched I like the Nightmare anymore. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah but that being said that's my number six so cool. you want to move on into your number five jensen we're in the top five so we are in the top five. five this is exciting stuff these are ones at this point that i'd say you have to say you like it you know like yeah because my six i was like you know it's it's fine it's like a good movie in the in the franchise but at this point from on i like these films either a little or a lot yeah and i'm really glad that one of them that we haven't talked about yet that <laughs> I'm glad it's in your top five as well because it holds a very dear place in my heart. But my fifth is Season of the Witch, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, Halloween 3. Like, I think it's a fun time. Uh, yeah. It's Tom Atkins is what his name is. Uh, I looked it up. Yeah, that plays the lead. It's very uh, – if you're not expecting it, like, I actually – when I first saw it, because I was just trying to go through the franchise, um, <clears throat> just trying to watch them all, and I didn't know exactly that – there was no Michael Myers and it wasn't yeah. exactly a Halloween film. So when I put it on, I was shocked, but the story took me over. Yep. And every time I rewatch it, I'm like, dude, this kind of fucking rules. Like it's super out there and super, it gets a real sci-fi in my opinion. Yeah. Like, not sci-fi channel, but like it, it's more of a sci-fi than, uh, than you'd think. Yeah. Because of the whole like mind control and obviously like Shamrock is like, I mean, just once you get into like the mind control, it's like super gets a little sci-fi for me, especially <laughs> with like the broadcasting it. Yeah, it's like it's like they live, you know. It's like very, it's just interesting. So, um, and like like we said, I mean, bringing up they live, John Carpenter went on to do a lot more sci-fi stuff, in my opinion. Yes, like yes, he did the thing, but we're also we also got like they live, Escape from New York, a lot of sci-fi type stuff, and um, so I think that shows a lot in this one. So if you're a fan of like sci-fi horror. Um, definitely give this one a watch. I it's a fun, really, really fucking fun time for Halloween time. It is you get that nostalgia factor of like trick or treating a little bit, and like the um, the excitement around like what masks are in. Yeah, that's like a thing from the. I I know I can speak for you, dude. In the nineties, that was a big deal. Like when Scream came out, every kid wanted to be <laughs> Ghostface for Halloween. I was like probably three years in a row. You know, same, so, same, and and so I think. Halloween three really captures that emotion, like that feeling of being a kid again. Yeah. Um, only to be let down, of course. Like Michael <laughs> said, it's really kind of brutal, especially the end. Like oh, I don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen it, but dude, it leaves a sour fucking taste in your mouth. It so, really does. Yeah, we'll leave that there. Uh, it's it's a hard. Time. It's hard one to stomach that ending. It is. It is. Yeah. So there's some really, really fucking weird script writing though. Like. <laughs> Uh, Tom Atkins like hooking up with a lady and like yeah it gets really fucking weird but but I, I think, think that's, that's what the charm of it is yeah, that's what yeah. the charm of it is and that's why I can I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff I can put it on have a couple hits of weed and be cool with it and yeah just, man that, that works so so yeah Halloween three number five spot I'm super ready for you to say your top five. <laughs> All right, this is going to get people scratching their heads. Some people, I think, I think I'm in the minority of people that really fucking enjoy this movie. And it took it, as with 
the Rob Zombie, the first yeah. Halloween. It took me a long time to, but number five is Rob Zombie's Halloween too. I love this movie so much. Um, I think what Rob Zombie really did here was he like took a Halloween movie and I feel like this Halloween two has the most original concept when it comes to the Michael Myers and Laurie Strode storyline than any other Halloween movie in the franchise. Um, I really, really love that they delve into Laurie's psyche in this one because even in Halloween 2018, you still don't get the full depth of why Laurie Strode is so fucked up. Um, But in this one, like it's understandable that she would be as fucked up as she is. Like there are some, there are some things that I'm just like, okay, like the, the whole vision that she has in the bathroom where she's killing Andy and Annie. And she's like, you fucking cunt, you die, you fucking bitch. Like that whole thing is like, I hate that scene, but like the way that she portrays it is really well done. Like, I think Scout Taylor Compton did great in this movie. I think the kills in this movie are fucking great. Like, they're brutal. I think they do get a little bit gratuitous, like you said. Like, they get to a point where they're like, okay, like, this is a bit much. But I feel like if you're expecting a Rob Zombie film, like, you just go in expecting that. So it doesn't really bother me that much. Um, I just, I don't know. I really, I really love this one. And it, like I said, it took me a really long time to to get there. But I love this whole, and I know that this is a lot of people's contentions with this movie, but this is something that I personally like about it. Um, and I didn't like about it, I didn't really like it up until recently until I watched like a like a full like YouTube episode on it. It was just focusing around this white horse aspect with Michael. <laughs> I know Jensen's like, are you fucking? He's like, I've got some more alcohol in this. I'm gonna have to chug this shit. Drinking <laughs> <laughs> <Bring in> straight vodka. <laughs> um, I like the white horse aspect of it. Um. I do kind of sort of see it as like an excuse to have his wife in it again. So that, that I kind of think is annoying, but also at the same time, I think it has a purpose when showing kind of Michael's psyche, like, like what he's, what he's seeing as well. Like he's seen his mom and you know, his, the, the younger version of himself, which I just think is kind of cool because it kind of gives us more of, as a viewer an insight to his psyche and like what he's, imagining in his own head as opposed to like what Lori is and it kind of gives them this connection as if like they're kind of brought together by this like trauma and like stuff that's happened in their life because then you get the ending scene where Lori pretty much becomes him kind of yeah in a sense um i also like that he only only ever puts on the mask when he does the killing and I think a lot of people are going to find that controversial too, because a lot of people are like, you can't be a Michael Myers movie unless he's wearing his mask. Like, because he looks like a hobo <laughs> in most yeah. of this film. But I also kind of like that because I feel like when he puts on his mask, he's changing into a different character. Like he's yeah. becoming that. And I really like the whole, um, that's another thing that I m- forgot to point out with the original Rob Zombie Halloween, like the first one. I like that they use the masks as more of a metaphor. Like the more he wears these masks, the more he like sinks into himself yeah. and becomes a shell of a person. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that they like do that with this one too. Like he becomes like just a hollow shell when he puts on that mask and he becomes a killing machine. He doesn't fucking care who he kills. It doesn't matter. Um, I like that aspect. Hmm. Okay. Um. I also find the scene with Annie absolutely fucking heartbreaking when she dies and like not only Lori's reaction, but fucking brackets reaction that scene. We want to talk about hard scenes to watch. That scene is hard to watch. Like, and I feel like that's, that's something that uh, Rob Zombie really accomplished with this movie is like giving, 
you characters that I personally love the character of Annie. So like for me, that was hard. Um, but yeah, I yeah, don't I mean, know. Like, I feel like you don't have to really explain yourself too much. Like make me feel um, like validated or whatever. Cause <laughs> I, I, I have the weird opinion. I, I know me saying like Daniel Harris isn't that great of an actress is probably a hot take. So I get that. Give me all the feedback you want. I, I just think um, I'm a pretty big sucker for like, drama films as well like i, I think <laughs> before we hopped on or right in the beginning i said like i oh yeah i was when we were going through what we've watched recently i said i don't watch that much drama but i actually do i don't know why i said that i uh i like a good cry sometimes for sure so mm-hmm. i you know i kind of keep up with all the oscar noms and all that shit um so i just feel like all of the brutality and the nihilism in halloween 2 um, mm-hmm. deletes all of the emotion to the point that i don't feel any of it yeah, so you're you're totally valid in in your opinions. Obviously, um, I think some people might agree with you. I, I think it's it. Rob Zombie's Halloween Two is incredibly split. It's one of those oh, ones that's yeah. super split, just like Halloween Kills, um, Halloween Two, which none of us, you know, like the original Halloween <laughs> Two. Yes. Um, yeah, that one's also very split too. But yeah, this one, and as you can see with our list, like we've agreed back and forth, pretty you know close a little bit, yeah. minus this one me it's my 11 it's like, <laughs> yeah. the worst one and it's it's in your top five so it just goes yeah. and i know they just covered this on a podcast on elm street shout out to them with yep. josh like uh, a few weeks back and um they, and i think they all like it yeah, they're collective they, in uh, that well kind of like i remember their quality ratings were pretty low and their story were a little low but they like liked it like they kind of enjoyed it yeah and I, I of course i'll be willing to admit that i could definitely use a rewatch i think um, it's pretty easy to shut down. Like same thing with Halloween Kills. Obviously, I need to give it a rewatch <laughs> before I am like, I'm not gonna go fucking with a picket fence, uh, picket sign <laughs> outside and be like, boycott Halloween Kills. You know, I just right. Um, I definitely need to rewatch it. So same thing with Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. I definitely could use a rewatch, but yeah. I'd say I watched it within the past couple of years, and from what I remember, I just really hated didn't do it, it for you. No, and then actually, <laughs> I totally didn't even bring up the whole. Um, cause doesn't Laurie come become like a drug addict or like homeless? No, she's not. She's not a drug addict, but okay. she is like. I mean, I guess you really? could kind of say she's a drug addict. Yeah, in like, like it's a sense. Real, because there's well. that. Yeah, there's that scene where she's in the the fucking therapist office with the therapist, and she's like, "I I just need you to give me something to." Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that whole scene, like, I guess you could say she kind of has a drug dependency problem, but it's like right. for you know obviously prescription drugs, mm-hmm. but um. Another thing that I kind of like, that's going to be a real hot take too, but I know Josh agrees with me. So if, at least Josh is in my corner with this. I like Loomis in this movie, even though he's a complete and fucking utter asshole piece of shit. Like, I like him in the first Rob Zombie, but not this one. See, and I feel like a lot of people hate him in this one. I kind of, I kind of like him in that aspect. Also, I also wanted to say, I love that this is the only movie the only movie of the entire franchise when you actually get Lori's reaction when she finds out that Michael is her brother. You don't get that in Halloween 2 because by the end of the Halloween 2, she doesn't know that he's her brother yet. And then when you go flash forward to H2O, she's known for the last 20 years, but you never get that like first reaction of her like finding out that Michael is her brother. And then this one, you find out her reaction. And I love it because it's like, I feel like it's always been in our minds, like whether you want to say it or not, that we've always wondered what Lori's reaction was to him being her brother for the first time. And you get that with this movie. I like that. 
I like that he added that little detail of her like reading a passage from Loomis's book and finding out that like this is her life. Like this is yeah. her like fucked up life basically. <laughs> yeah. So I really appreciate that aspect. Um I'm going to get off my Halloween Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 high horse now. Yeah. <laughs> I really I really really enjoy this movie a lot and I know that that's not in the popular opinion but that's okay it isn't, especially because wasn't rob zombie halloween your the original uh like 10th on yours or 11th it was my number seven. Oh, that's not as bad as i thought it was my bad okay yeah no it's pretty up there um oh yeah because mine was six so yeah it was like right there so yeah 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 that's that's pretty high dude but <laughs> more power to you this this proves it this is what i love about horror is yeah. like it can be so split and i i bet i fucking money bet some of your listeners are like, who the fuck is this Jensen guy? Uh, <laughs> get him off your podcast, Michael. Like, dude, and I feel it. I get it because they probably like me roasting Halloween kills a little more than you. I mean, it was super low. So people are probably upset with me. Oh, well. You get boycotted. One star reviews on podcasts on, on Apple Podcasts, please. <laughs> the way the way I see it is it's if if you can't like separate your opinions from other people if like you get too offended with other people's opinions like there's there's some movies that really hurt me like for example josh does not like midsommar he actually despises midsommar that is a hard pill for me to swallow but at the same time it's still his opinion and i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna like disown him as a friend for it like i find it ridiculous when you've got people out there that are like so die hard for some of these movies that if somebody even has an opinion that they don't agree with they're like cancel I'm unsubscribing to you. Like you have like, who are you as a horror fan to tell me that this movie is a good movie? And it's like, um, I mean, horror is subjective. So I don't know, but no, I, I totally, I totally don't judge you for your points. And I, I would hope my listeners don't as well. So, cause I feel like my listeners have heard many, (laughs) many a hot takes from me in past episodes Uh, and they're sticking around. So yeah, you're pretty open about it, and and same yeah. with us on our podcast. Like I said, one of our co-hosts, Wit, she can't even watch a Halloween film, so she can't even she wouldn't even be able to be here right now. So, uh, yeah, uh, and I guess I'll move on to my fourth if you're ready. Yeah, totally. All right. So this is where I said you'd be pretty shocked. It's 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 too high, but it's my <laughs> fucking opinion. So leave. Hey, uh, there it's you go. Halloween Five Revenge. Yeah, like <laughs> I really fuck with this movie. <laughs> I think it's really bad. It's not as genuinely bad as like four. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, six. Six. Yeah. My bad. Not four. Uh, six is really bad. Resurrection is really like bad, like badly made. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's why my Halloween Kills opinion might go a little up because I think I'm just upset. But it technically wasn't <laughs> yeah. like it wasn't a bad made film. I'll admit that it was just. A lot of the story. Yeah, we don't need to go back to Halloween Kills. Holy shit. <laughs> God, we knew this was going to happen. Though, I know, I know. Hot. It's hot, man. So, almost as hot as Mark from Podcast on Oak. <laughs> don't even get me started. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Hi, Mark. <laughs> Hi, Daddy Mark. If you're listening, <laughs> so, hello. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a bad movie, Halloween 5, but it's fun. Um, I... I think it's super funny that like Jamie's all of a sudden just a mute. Like it took it out of her, man. Oh, and the whole thing where like she tries to fake him out in the coffin in the attic or whatever. There's so yeah. many choices. And this is the one I looked it up that was directed by Dominique Olthanin Gerard, um, a Swiss independent film director. Yeah. Hmm. Never did horror before this. Interesting. And looking at their filmography, not a lot of it. No, one of the omens, <laughs> Omen 4. Okay, cool. But yeah, uh, totally was out of their element. 
but I think what why it's so charming to me is because of that. Like mm-hmm. brought in a lot of like really strange elements, like lighting that we've never seen. It's like a Giallo film at some point. You're yeah, like, dude, I don't get it. So <laughs> that's a hot take. That's not true at all. It's not a Giallo, but you know what I'm saying. Like, um, it's really weird. Jamie's character is like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but like, I I think that's why I like it mostly is because it's like really just in are out there. Yeah, and it definitely has some really sick fucking kills, though. Like mm-hmm. you said, the barnyard, like the barn scene is really cool. I think uh, that's one of my favorite weapons he's used, too, is the scythe. The scythe, dude. Yeah. I fucking I love it so much. Uh, even with the shitty mask on, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything goes out the window when you see this giant scythe. Um, yeah, and like the whole Tina character, she kind of rules. I fucking love her. I'm so glad that you're in the major, the minority with me on that because I, I, I hate it when people complain about her character. I'm like, why do you hate her so much? She's not that bad. Like, I think she's fucking great. Like she's like probably one of the best parts of Halloween five, in my opinion. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like, you know, obviously being a continuation from four, um, they kind of, like you said, they do throw some stuff out. Yeah, throw, throw some stuff out of the moving car, but <laughs> it's fun, man. It's just fun. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. I'm probably very much in the minority on that, but I think with some of the gnarlier kills, or more like creative and fun. Yeah, and uh, Jamie just randomly being mute, Tina being yeah. kind of an interesting character, and like, there's some really interesting stuff. Oh, like the, uh, God damn it, there's like a cookie place. That's yeah. I don't. There's some fact about this cookie place at the gas station that reoccurs. Yeah. Just weird shit. There's such weird shit with it, man. So, I also really love that scene. I forgot to bring this up. That scene where he's trying to kill Jamie inside the fucking like pipe inside the little uh. Yeah, that's fine. that scene is intense. That scene yeah, freaks she... me out because like, oh, that's so scary mm-hmm. when she's like climbing up the the vent and he's like trying to stab her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary as fuck. Like right. that scene is intense. Like. And I did put Halloween five as my number 10. And like, I'm not saying it's a horrible movie. It's just like at right. the bottom of my list. Cause it's not one that I watch all the time, but I will say it does have some great scenes in it and some it's great characters. Time. So yeah. yeah, trust me. If you've seen it, you definitely remember it. It's one of those okay. ones that you're just, okay, I'm going to remember this like at all times. So oh, for sure. Living rent free in my head. So yeah, <laughs> sweet. Uh, what's your fourth man? I'm, all right. We're getting there. We're getting there. We are. So my, my fourth one is, going to be and the the interesting thing about this is this all the rest of these movies have jamie lee curtis in them like mm-hmm. my top four all have jamie lee curtis which is not a planned thing i didn't yeah. even i didn't even notice that until i was looking at my list here but um halloween from 2018 is my number pretty four high. pretty high yeah pretty high it was lower before because when i the first time i saw halloween kills i i can say like regardless of like some of the things that i nitpicked on i like enjoyed it for the most part and i still mm-hmm. Do. I don't think it's like a horrible movie, but it was pretty disappointing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going back on Halloween Kills again. For Stop, Michael. Halloween Kills stand account official. Halloween Kills got enough fucking <laughs> discussion. Um, Seriously. Halloween 2018, though, I really, really, um, now that I look back on it, I actually really do enjoy it. There were a lot of things when I watched it the first time that I was very disappointed with the humor being the the biggest thing that stood out to me like there were scenes in this movie that i was like i could have done like the whole scene where the babysitter gets attacked in the closet and the kid goes oh shit that is not to completely took every bit of tension that scene had out of it and i, I remember i liked see- it i kind of i hated it. it i don't know why okay 
because everybody in the theater started laughing and then like that whole scene like everyone was still laughing even when she's getting attacked and i was like that completely took me out of it yeah it just deflates it it deflates it um i did like the character of Lori in this one um i do have and this is probably like this isn't any you know issue towards jamie lee curtis or the character of laurie strode in general because they did retcon all of the movies except for the first one mm-hmm. but like if you're gonna do that give us more of a reason why she's so traumatized because if she's literally lingering on this for the next last she's ling- been lingering on this for the last 40 years and like the character in the movie even says it like one of the characters even says it. he's like i don't understand why she's so like <laughs> like three people died like big deal like it's like not like it affected her all that much you know like yeah and i kind of agree with that to a certain standpoint um i don't understand why this has completely overran her life like she's prepared Mm. for him to come back or something um and i hated some of like the characters in this one like judy judy in this movie and her fucking husband unbearable i cannot stand them in this movie yeah especially the husband like the whole like oh i got uh what does he say peanut butter on my penis (laughs) needless to say i was so happy when he got fucking killed off uh the character of cameron is absolutely unbearable that whole like dance scene with him like where he takes her phone and throws it in like i don't know if it's nacho cheese or fucking pudding or whatever the fuck that shit is yeah 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 that whole scene was lazy to me because I felt like they needed an excuse for her not to, to have a phone. phone. Yeah. It was just like, you could have done something way better than that, but okay. Um, but what they did right was some of like the callbacks to the original, you know, like when Alice, when Allison is sitting in class and like, she looks out the window and Lori standing yeah. across the street, that was great. Mm-hmm. The whole reversal of when, you know, she's getting into that final confrontation with Michael and he throws her off the roof. And it's like a callback to the original one where he looks down and she's there and then he looks back again and she's gone. That yeah. was great. Yeah. There's so many great moments in this movie. Um, like the score was great. The yeah, there's I don't mind the score. Yeah, I like I like that they really did a lot of callbacks without it being too on the nose, too over the top. I think they did yeah. a really good job with that. James Jude Courtney's portrayal as Michael, obviously one of my favorites in the franchise. Yeah like he embodied Michael to me, like he, like his whole, the way he walked, the way he like looked so good. Um, what else? They're so, I did, I really do like the character of Allison. I don't feel like they gave her much to go off of though. Well, I mean, kind of like some of my picks were my nitpicks were like the politics, like feminism. I liked it, but it didn't really delve into too much, which I guess is a good thing because that's my biggest complaint about Halloween Kills. So I guess mm-hmm. what's like your outlook on the politics side of it? Yeah. Also, neither one of us brought this up in our 2018 review, but I'm going to fucking bring it up because I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hate the whole fucking Dr. Sartain thing when you find out that he. I remember when I watched that in the theater and I I even remember thinking to myself, I was like, I swear to God, if this is like the rest of the fucking plot for this movie, I'm going to rip my hair out. That whole thing was so stupid to me. The fact Mm -hmm. that he's like all, all along, he was part of this whole little plot to release Michael Myers so that he could. And then he puts on the fucking mask. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what it feels like to kill. It's so stupid. I hated that shit out of that too, but it's grown on me. And obviously you too. Yeah, it's it's grown yeah. on me a little bit, but I definitely and I'm not too fond of it still. But it's it's grown on me a little bit with a mm. few more watch. Yeah. Watches, so. Yeah, like 
at first, like I said, at first I thought that Halloween Kills was the better one. And then I watched Halloween 2018 again and then watched Kills right after. And I was like, nope, 2018 is definitely the better one for sure. So that's my, that's my number four. So Halloween from 2018. Shit. Well, would I be remiss to think that all three of our top threes are the same top three, right? Yeah. Because they've never, they haven't been brought up. So nope. I think it just goes to show the top three is where it's at. You want to sit here. This is the one you rewatch. Hell and... yeah. Yeah, dude. Fuck me up. So my number three, <laughs> <laughs> my number three is Halloween two, uh, 19. Yeah. 81. Right. Mine too. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That'll be fun. Dude. I'm really curious to see if our top three match. It might, it might. I mean, it kind of might have to question mark, but dude. Okay. So Halloween two, uh, we get to gush about this. It's just a good time. I literally watched it early this morning, last night, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, definitely like Laurie Strode's hair or Jamie Lee Curtis's hair is like a question. I That's got... the only bad part about this movie. <laughs> yeah. And like it's super hit or miss because like when she first gets to the hospital, I'm like, what is going on? But then like yeah. later on when uh, Jimmy comes in, you're like, okay, it's a little better now. But mm-hmm. yeah. So um, there are some awesome characters. I love the hospital setting. Yeah, uh, Michael Myers is obviously still super fucking brutal, and it's still him. You still feel like it's Michael Myers. Yeah. Um, obviously it wasn't. Um, I, I always forget the the director of this one, but it wasn't John Carpenter. Obviously, it was. Uh, it was Rick Rosenthal, I think. Okay. And he also directed the Resurrection one, which is like, how did you go from such a fucking good movie like Halloween yeah. two, and then you fucking direct Resurrection and completely destroy what yeah. made these fucking <laughs> movies good? But that right. I, I digress. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I definitely feel like Halloween 2 is one of the best continuations of any franchise story ever. Like, Oh, for sure. It goes right into it. You feel like you're watching. Um, as, as much as I could complain possibly about some of the choices Rick Rosenthal makes with his directing choices, it still feels like a little grittier, kind of yeah. like the original, like maybe under budget a little bit still. And it's still a good time, man. Like, um, oh, yeah. You know, obviously, it's not perfect. Um, I mean, I'm on it right now on IMDb. Uh, critics kind of didn't love it. It's like a 40 out of 100, so pretty low on the critic. Yeah. Rating. But when you're like a horror nerd like us, you know what the fuck you're looking for. <laughs> Halloween 2 definitely rules. It um, does. Yeah, top three. I don't really, at this point, I don't have too many dislikes. Yeah. You know, other than maybe like very few character choices. But I mean, dude, we get... We get like a face melt. Come on. That's super fucking awesome. So fucking cool. It's yeah. such a cool kill. And like even um, usually I kind of hate the whole like a shadow killing someone because, you know, they'll do it for budget reasons, budgetary yeah. reasons. I get that if you need to. And they do kill the boyfriend off in that scene through like a, uh, a glass, like a, like like a, a glass window. Door. Yeah, yeah, like a window type thing. And it's like a shadow thing. But I love it because you're you're focused on that girl, the character, the nurse. Of course you are, because she's you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, her boobs are it. all front. Of, yeah, and yeah, I like how they right did there. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, if you're not paying attention, if you're looking at down there, yeah, <laughs> you're definitely gonna miss like a kill. And oh man, it, I think it's one of the more creative. Like it's almost not a Michael Myers kill. It almost yeah. resonates. Like I wonder if uh, Jason X kind of took the frozen oh my god that's the frozen it. death like i wonder if because it's very similar when you rewatch oh, yeah. them and you put a neck to neck it's like okay these kind of resonate um so yeah dude you get a fucking face mount kill um 
the, there's some questionable shit though with the kills. Like obviously the scalpel lifting up the nurse, <laughs> killing her. I was yeah. Like, Ma'am, no, no, not... ma'am. <laughs> it's kind of like in the first one, the uh, you know, kind of knife being put into a yeah. cabinet or whatever, hold the weight of a body. No, probably not, but yeah, so it same doesn't thing take this. away from it though, it doesn't because yeah. it's Michael fucking Myers and I'm here for it. I'm living in this universe, take me with you, buddy. So, <laughs> exactly, yeah, what do you got to say? I, I'm sorry, I'm taking up. No, you're it, good, but... no, you're oh, totally I'm... fine. Um, I, I mean. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Like no movie will ever replicate the the tone, but this movie came pretty fucking damn close. It's almost like when you watch Halloween one and two back to back, it literally just feels like the same movie. Yep. Like it yep. feels like you're literally watching a three hour long movie. They're just yeah. m- m- melded together into one. Yeah. Um, so they did a really good job with that. I really like Loomis in this one a lot more than I do in the original Halloween. Like I do love Loomis in the original Halloween, but he's okay. much, much more of a proactive character in this one. He doesn't just stand around by a bush for like 95% of the movie <laughs> and wait for something to happen. Like he's more proactive in this one. Um, yeah. And like, I do like Laurie Strode in this one, obviously as well. I like a lot of the characters in this one. I think I might like the characters more in the second one than I do in the first one. Um, yeah, yeah for sure. One, there's more of them in this one, and two, like they're just more likable. Aside yeah. from, like I said, aside from the character of Linda, played by PJ Souls, like yeah, I was just, I was literally just ever be one of my favorite characters in the Halloween franchise. But yeah, of course. Aside from that, like you've got the really good, great characters. Um, like the hospital setting, as you said before, is great. Um, I just, yeah, I love a lot of the deaths in this one. Like, because I feel like this is much more of a slasher for sure. And I it think is. they were it's going to see. Yeah. yeah. And the music in this one is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's, uh. it's pretty spot on. Yeah. Like if, if, uh, if you say like the original theme is, is spot on, then this one twists it up a little bit and spits mm. it back out. And it's super fun. I might actually like the theme and overall the music in this one more than the original one. And that's like a hot take, but I like the whole synth music. I like the yeah. 80s feel of it. Um, yeah, this one feels like in a different octave, like a couple octaves higher or something. Like it's mm-hmm. really high pitched and like super screaming. I had to keep turning my TV down. I was like, you know, every time I watch it, I'm like, turn the shit down because it's so <laughs> loud. And like at one point, I think it's near the end, there's the basic theme the, and oh. it was super high pitched yeah. like synth. And I was like, holy fuck, it's like bells. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's but like it, a it, dog it whistle. Yeah, it is, dude, yeah. But it rips, it does. It's it's amazing. Um, I think this is more, I will say one of the negatives to me is like this is maybe one of the weaker portrayals of Michael Myers um, because I feel like he's like him, but it still feels like him, but he's like really robotic like that. He, he doesn't have and it's and it's a hard thing to to say, like it's a fine line because Nick Castle did really good in the first one. Like, in my opinion, nobody will ever do it like Nick Castle, like James Jude Courtney came pretty fucking close, mm-hmm. but like Nick Castle just brought that character to life. Um, yeah. And I think in this one, like I can't remember exactly who played Michael Myers in this one, but I think, I think he was thinking too much into it. Like, I think sure. it went from like being like fluid to being robotic. Right. Um, I, this is one of the best masks though, in the franchise, in my opinion, it's the same one too. I find that mm. story really fascinating yeah. that it's the exact same one that they use in the first one, except it yeah. sat under Deborah Hill's bed yeah, for like three dude. years with smoke. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine having to wear that mask and how disgusting Ooh, that would have been? God, Cause they probably I, got second in cancer. Yeah. Oh fuck. Cause I hate cigarette smoke. I hate the smell of it. Mm-hmm. I can't be around people that smoke. Like Oof. 
if someone's smoking, like I have to be like probably 30 feet away from them because I just can't stand it. So I I can't imagine what it was like to have to fucking wear that mask. I mean, I'm assuming at that point in 1981, he also smoked, but yeah, yeah. It still would suck to just be, I got to take a smoke break. Oh wait, no, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. I'm already inhaling enough of it. I'm good. I got my nicotine intake for today. (laughs) Yeah. I got a little worn and like yellow and Mm -hmm. yeah, it looks a little, it looks pretty good compared to like the, the pale white of William Shatner's face. Yeah. I've heard some people don't know that. I, which baffles me. You know that, right? That it's like William Oh, Shatner's yeah. My roommate actually face. learned that today. And my roommate oh, is in man. his 50s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I guess a lot of people don't know that. But in yeah. the horror community, it shocks me when you don't know that. Yeah. It's it's based off like William Shatner's face. They yep. I forget kind of the story, but it's like they found it at a, a general store because it was like from Star Trek or something. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they went with that mask and not the, like the Gene yeah. Kelly mask or yeah, like the, yeah. the clown mask that imagine? they were going to oh god where would we be dude it would not be i mean michael myers is iconic dude yeah and it's mostly the mask like yeah yeah it's it's, it's right up there obviously with pinhead ghost face leather face yeah everybody so yeah dude i mean yeah and and some of the like we've alluded to some of these choices of masks in the franchise are questionable um (laughs) yeah i'd say all the newer ones from like even rob zombie like i don't I like the Rob Zombie ones in both of them. I don't mind them. And then in 2018 and Halloween kills, I I'm fine with them. They're cool. Um, I actually like in 2018, like it's got like scars in it and it's like super textured and gritty and burn it for Halloween kills. So that's pretty cool. But yeah. And then this one is a good continuation, but mostly like five, four, um, three <laughs> in it. Um, yeah, H2O has some pretty fucking questionable masks. Unfortunately, too. we'll which, get into that. <laughs> I mean, I'll just hop in, dude. That's my number two. Oh, well, I did want to break up one more thing oh, with Halloween, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Another thing that I don't like about Halloween, too, is the fact that they made Laurie Strode Michael's sister. I think that's something that, but then again, it feels force fed. Well, it feels force-fed, and also, like, John Carpenter just didn't know where else to take it, so it almost kind of feels lazy when John Carpenter explains, like, the reasoning behind that. He was drunk one night. He was drinking and thought, you know what? We'll just make him her sister. We'll just make her his sister. Like, right? That that's just a choice to me, like, that didn't have a lot of thinking behind it. Like, it wasn't a a very planned choice. But I will say, without Halloween 2 and that choice that they made, we wouldn't have Halloween H2O. So... Yeah. I mean, at least we can say thank you for having Halloween H2O because anyway, yes. continue. Go to your number two because I'm assuming it's the same as mine. Halloween H2O, baby. Yes, baby. Yes. I mean, uh, I, I can't speak for you. I'll speak for myself that a lot of this probably could potentially be because of nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. One of the, it, it's my Halloween. It's yeah. literally my Halloween. That's It came out when I was growing up and... um. This is another film, just like Scream, that got me into horror. Like, yep. this is one of those films. And I just remember, like, renting it and then buying it on VHS. Uh, I still have it on my parents, actually. And um, just watching with my dad and being, like, super enthralled. Like, we get some pretty, for the time, dude, some pretty gnarly fucking kills. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not good with character names. Sorry. But the girl, um, the other girlfriend... She gets her gets fucking like, leg trapped in the elevator. So that's fucking, super gnarly. Oh. And then she gets like hung up by the fucking light. And like, she's like glowing. One See, of so cool- Michael has always been like a spectacle. Type True. Of- <laughs> yeah. You called me out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but 
yeah, so it's got some awesome kills, um, especially the cold open, dude. So fuck yeah, I'm trying to think. Is this one of the first ones that has like a cold open with like a character that doesn't have to do with the rest of the story? Mm. Well, because okay, Halloween two literally has that like uh, the black haired girl or like darker haired girl that's yeah. like at home at home, but Mr. Alrod. Mrs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess yeah. I guess that is super iconic. So I don't know yeah. what the fuck I'm talking about, but I don't know. I just, I just, I've always loved this cold open with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, well, and I love that they brought Nurse Marion Chambers back too for this yes, one as well. Dude, yeah, looking good, looking good as always. Yes. Not so much in Halloween Kills, but hey, I thought she still looked good. Nah, I was like, better than push- all look, dude, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that was fun and. Uh, I, I wasn't agreeing like with saying that you would look hey, bad. I, I was talking it. about I myself go. when I say <laughs> that. <laughs> I was talking about myself. But... I know. I'm just messing. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, hockey blade to this uh, hockey skate blade to the face and good, good gore effects. Uh, yeah. I don't know who did them, but decent looking stuff. Uh, the score, it opens up with the Mr. Sandman, mm, which yes. is iconic. Um, so does Halloween too. So, yep. Um, and I love that. It's such a good fucking vibe. I, oh man, I, I, it's almost like weird. Cause like when you love a movie so much, it's hard to find the words. Yeah. I'm sure you can resonate with that. And... I'm going to have a hard time finding the words with our next pick. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Obviously everyone knows our number one, but we'll, yeah. we'll save that. Yeah. So H2O is just, <sighs> it's a great film, man. And Jamie Lee Curtis does a good job. And I like her whole like 90s haircut. She's rocking. Yes. Uh, she feels very like punk rock, kind of hardcore. Like she's real pissed at her son, which also, uh, what's his face? Josh Hartnett. Yeah, Josh Hartnett. Like shout out to him. Josh Hartthrob. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, 90s <laughs> iconic. It's like if they did that today, who would be? Who's a heartthrob today? I don't know. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. So put him as Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are daddies, man. Those are. Daddies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, Josh Hartnett really. I mean, yeah, there was some weird shit like the hair choices for him. Like, yeah. what are you doing, bud? Uh, but it seemed and and from from what I've heard, like behind the scenes stuff, it was like a really fun time on set. We get LL Cool J. Fuck uh, yeah! Being a novelist, which is this like, one of the best of parts of this fucking movie. I have to say, it. he is so <laughs> yeah, good at this movie. Yes, dude. <laughs> Um, and for me, it's the iconography of like, there's nothing better than the scene where Lori sees Michael for the first time through that circular window, that nautical window. Nothing's better than that, dude. It chills uh, every time I fucking watch it. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, I actually think it's a really well put together story too. It is. Uh, nothing's better than like the kids defying their mother staying back and not doing what they're told um it feels super believable all the kids like just hanging out like the four of them just hanging out and like doing their thing feels super believable very realistic yeah yeah like it doesn't feel force fed or anything so yeah i mean i'll feed off of you let's hear what you've got to say (laughs) well well to to piggyback off the writing i think we benefited greatly of of having kevin williamson as the writer for this because obviously he wrote scream two years before this and the funny thing is is i think Correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong with this, but I know that he had he had pitched a script previously for this film exactly, and he had also pitched a, fil- a script for I know he did last summer, which he ended up writing as well. And yep. the studios rejected both of those, 
yeah. until Scream came out. And then all of a sudden they wanted these movies to be made. So it's interesting that they wanted nothing to do with either one of those films until the success of Scream. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh yeah, write these films for us. Like, yeah, it was interesting to me. Um, But I love, oh my God, I can't even like describe <laughs> how much I love this movie. Um, it's also very nostalgic for me because it's one of the earliest films that I watched in the Halloween franchise. I think I might have even watched this one before I saw the original Halloween. That's a hot take. Oh, I def I definitely did. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. So I I this is this was probably one of the first Hall if not the first Halloween movie I ever watched in the franchise. For me. Yeah. Um, I think of all the Laurie Strode portrayals, this one is the best. Yeah. Even even better than the Halloween 2018 one. I can't which I know that, a lot of people yeah. love, but yeah. she is a badass in this movie, especially, yeah. and you want to talk about chills. I get chills every time that scene comes up when she grabs the ax and you get that shot of her where she's like, Michael, Michael. so yeah, fucking yeah. great. And like the sound of the ax and isn't it raining, right? No, it's not raining, but Dang it. I thought she was wet. Why? Is no. She wet? no, no. Why? I think you're Why thinking, I think, I think I you're know. thinking resurrection because when she's on the roof and she's about to kill him, I think her hair is wet. Okay. Maybe that's what you're thinking. But I, I feel like, okay, yeah. And that whole fucking final scene where she just whaps his head off with the fucking axe. So great. That's how it should have ended. And that's how it ends in my mind, because I do yeah. not count that other film <laughs> as a part of the Halloween franchise. It does not yeah. exist to me, except to be on a list of the worst movie ever made in the Seriously. Halloween franchise. But <laughs> that yeah. ending, dude, is so fucking good. Um, the score perfectly, like music <sighs> cue on point. I will say the one thing that it to it is to its detriment, and I know a lot of people say this. I know I'm not the only one, but I, I will say that I feel like it's it's much more of a scream film in certain aspects than it is a Halloween film sometimes, and I think that has to do with a lot of the score, because yeah, they used yeah. a lot of the same score from Scream for this movie. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say a lot of people do believe that it is like a Scream ripoff, or, or like you said, even part of the fucking franchise itself. So. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe that's why we love it so much because we're very mm -hmm. fond of Scream as well. Yes. So, um, it's just that perfect 90s slasher. It really oh, is. I don't care what people... I don't give a fuck what people say that 90s was bad for horror. Fuck you. We got <laughs> H2O, and that's all we need. H20, man. H20, yes. Um, But I will say it's not a distracting thing. Nah. Like, it doesn't it doesn't take away from the experience for me. I think a lot of the... Char I like a lot of the characters in this movie. Um specifically josh, uh, josh hartnett's character and his girlfriend molly like i really like them yeah um that whole scene where they're getting chased around and they're like stuck in between like the gate and he's like trying to unlock yeah, it dude. so fucking scary like can you imagine yeah. oh it's like shing, shing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good um like there's just so many good scenes in this movie um i will say some of the worst masks of the whole franchise though that fucking cgi mask the worst. Oh, yeah. i I, about that. I totally forgot about that mask yeah. and i will say that's probably the worst one even worse than halloween 5 that's what happens when 1990 cgi throws yeah onto the screen like whoa dude yeah it's, it's pretty bad so. oh i don't even want to hear about 1990 cgi because every time people make that excuse oh it was a different time i was like have you seen titanic am i the only one in the fucking minority hey, that titanic was made in 97 you? and it still fucking looks that good today don't even. this is hey this is a fucking <laughs> titanic stan account so yes i give it to you queen you got this <laughs> yeah like cgi it up man <laughs> I feel that so. I'm I'm telling you, like Titanic looks as good as it does twenty five, like twenty four years later, and you're telling me that you couldn't have done a better CGI mask than that fucking bullshit. No, 
no, don't even. I, 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 not to defend it, but I do feel like from what I've heard, it was super last minute, right? Oh, well, yeah. 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 I mean, it was kind of rushed. Like, um, I don't know exactly what happened, but like they, they had to reshoot something and they couldn't get what's his face to do it. So pretty sure they just were like, CGI it over somebody's (laughs) face. Yeah. It's really bad. (laughs) And even, even just the basic mask, not to steal it away from you, but it's, it's not the greatest, but I think Mm -hmm. because of like it being so nostalgic for me, it's Michael Myers. Like other than 1978, Michael Myers, it's Michael Myers. So. definitely definitely and then you get those you get those little callbacks in this film as well like i really really love the subtle callback to the scene with jamie lee curtis in the original halloween where she's sitting in the classroom you get this with molly instead yeah and not only does molly see michael myers outside like standing she sees him through the little gate thing but they also talk about fate in this scene which is like a callback a direct callback to laurie strode as well because they're talking about fate in that movie and you can even see it on Lori Strode's face when she says it's it was fate. You can see yeah. that Lori Strode like recognizes that, which I yeah. thought was a really cool detail. Yeah. So just these little details that they throw in there are really fucking fantastic. But yeah, H2O, my number two, there's enough enough said with that. Like there's nothing really bad I can say about this film except for the little nitpicky things we brought up. But yeah, and like to piggyback off of what you said, that your first thought was that it was your first, it was your Halloween, kind of like what I said too, is it just, growing up, I was like, this is a Halloween film. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand like H20, H2O. I was like, water? You know, like literally <laughs> like when I'm a yeah. kid, like that's what you think. You don't really know. But I just ignored it. I yeah. loved the film for what it was. I definitely... It was one of those ones since I had it on VHS. Like I can guarantee the the fucking the tape is super worn out by now because I just <laughs> probably watched it over watched and over it. and yes. over. Yeah, it was one of those ones like a, like a little weird. Could you imagine like I have a nephew now and I can't imagine him at like age six to ten like rewatching horror films. I'll be like, yeah. are you okay? So <laughs> we're weird, Michael. That's we are the weird. end of the story. We are weird. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us '90s kids? We had nothing better to do than watch fucking calamity on screen right i also have another fun fact i want to throw out now that i remembered it did you know that they used the same house in halloween h2o that is in scream 3 did you know that i didn't know that so the house that they use for the school is the house that they use in scream 3 so it's the house at the very end that the final act takes place in the big mansion yeah they use that as the school in halloween h2o and the scene where they're walking in the courtyard and they're all talking that's where the pool usually is in scream three they covered the pool up like the front they covered the pool up um to and yeah they use the school as like the the house in scream three really that's super Mm -hmm. interesting so maybe when you watch it again you'll you'll notice that like right uh because like it looks there's like a lot of parts of that that look exactly like the house in scream three it's just right. if you don't know that you don't really pick up on it but yep. yeah that was a little tidbit actually, i wanted to throw in there yeah and then i was gonna say if anyone's looking to because i've been wanting to rewatch halloween h2o like for a while now um it's been a couple of years since i've seen it but i watched mm-hmm. it so much as a kid so um but i've wanted to rewatch it and the only place i found it was amc like the app um, yeah the amc app has like five of them, I think. And mm-hmm. then some of them are on shutter, like the first, uh, fourth and fifth randomly. Um, yeah. I believe. So yeah, they're, they're out there, but unfortunately they're not like all in one streaming place. But if you're looking for like, especially H2O, we obviously highly recommend it. Yes. Go download the AMC app and log in with your 
Comcast or whatever. I'm assuming most people have cable <laughs> these days. Sometimes I don't know, but yeah, H2O is on there. So very helpful hint. Yes. Thank you, Jensen. <laughs> I know where everything exists. Yeah. <laughs> so does does our number one even need a fucking introduction? No. I mean, not. what other film would be number one other than the original Halloween? What if I was like Resurrection? <laughs> oh my god! I would probably. Uh, I, I regress right. what I said earlier about uh, people have opinions. That would be like, yeah. click. <laughs> yeah, lose my number. <laughs> yeah, uh, so definitely 78 Halloween is life. End of conversation. <laughs> it is like, not only is it the Mac Daddy of slasher films, it is my favorite horror film of all time. Like, it's my number one. It always will be. Okay. Um, Scream is close number two, but... Mm. <laughs> Yeah. My number one is always Halloween. Um, and you go first because this is your technically. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely in my top 10 favorites of all time. Um, I can't remember exactly where I placed it mm-hmm. because I am at the end of the day. I do love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the franchise a little more. I know some of them are really questionable, like the what are we doing here in 2016 <laughs> and shit. But yeah, I mean, Halloween is like it's. It's definitely, I've shown it to a few people who haven't seen it. Like, surprisingly, uh, Halloween is one of those such iconic films that a lot of people haven't seen it. They think they have, but they have not sat down to watch the whole film. And obviously, knowing you, Michael, like, I watch (laughs) this multiple times a year. Why not? Especially multiple times in October. So, duh. Um, But, yeah, it's just one of those films that's so iconic that some people don't even realize that they've seen it. And... I do have to admit, I've shown it to some people who are new to it. Um, also, a little newer to horror, not as big as us into it. Yeah. And they've been like, there's some weird acting. And like, <laughs> obviously, there's budget issues. Duh. Yeah. But John Carpenter fucking killed it. Like, he slayed <sighs> it, dude. God. Like, okay. The shot where Lori is in the doorway. And oh, Michael my God. Myers. That's my favorite shot of the whole yes, movie. Yes. Come on. It's, dude, it. <laughs> Filmmaking doesn't get better than that kind of stuff. When there's such an iconic shot, and like, I don't care if it's been memed, but like Michael Myers hiding behind the bush and then he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if it's been memed; it's still fucking iconic. That's why they're using it as a meme platform. So, yep. uh, my gush is it's genuinely like a. To you, it's probably a perfect film. To me, it's a near perfect film. Um, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to consider anything perfect. I'm super picky with that, but near perfect is near perfect for me so it's just right there man it's yeah i i love it i actually now that i think about it i don't think i've ever dressed up as michael myers for halloween i don't think so i, I have like I have once or twice but okay interesting now <laughs> yeah. that i'm thinking about that myself that's interesting i've been ghostface a few times uh you know stuff like that but text change uh you know leatherface but never michael myers so but mm. he it is it is um maybe this year with all the Halloween hype you can be Mike Myers. Yeah, seriously, I'll be the <laughs> grilled face one, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, uh Michael Myers is just there's no explanation better than it's the first in the franchise for a reason. That's why yep. there are soon to be 13 films as of next year. It's literally why off of yep. I think it was like seventy five thousand dollars, right? No, it was, was only it, like... it was like three hundred thousand. I think was the budget okay. that they had, and even back in that time, that was yeah. like fucking pocket change. Like that was like right. nothing. Like you yeah, think dude. about the movies that are. I could make a movie off three hundred thousand dollars today, and it would probably be good. But like, yeah. fuck, like yeah, yeah. <sighs> I mean, John Carpenter. 
can you imagine and and that's his debut right carpenter um debut, no right? i don't think he... it's his debut Fuck. i think i think uh escape no what is that one movie it's not escape to new york but there's another film that he made that put him on the map and i can't fucking think of what it's called but it's not a horror film damn i gotta I'm i can't think of what it's called but it put him on the map basically and then he i think halloween was like either his second or third like but before halloween i don't think he was all that established as a director i think he had um assault on precinct 13 that was his oh first. yeah there you go okay his first like more <coughs> iconic one <you> know. <coughs> sorry <coughs> you good i swallowed my spit i'm fine i hate that dude <laughs> <laughs> sorry we're too no, excited <laughs> i know assault on Priesting 13 was his first like his first like film that put him on yep. the map and then like after that that's when he like took on the um because he like him and deborah hill pitched the idea yeah they were like okay but you have like this small of a budget yeah so and, and there I, is the whole you know you do have to point out um some of the problematic aspects of that like deborah hill and him were married at the time or dating right and yes. um they yeah. kind of supposedly according to some people john carpenter kind of took it from her um like yeah. she was consensual obviously like it was she <laughs> fucking wrote the screen you know what i mean though yeah like, yeah <laughs> um but he kind of got all the the limelight and it was yeah because like, it's john creative. carpenter's halloween and then like a deborah hill like production or reference whatever. yeah yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know, that is one like negative. I hate that. Like, you know, but that's history and you have to like yep. shout that out. I think it's super important because Deborah Hill without her, it's kind of like Star Wars. Like I've heard, yeah. I'm not a Star Wars nerd, but I've heard that. that, um, what's his face? Uh, Lucas, George Lucas, like without his wife, Star Wars would be nothing, nothing yeah. from what I've heard. Yep. Cause she like edited it, edited it. Wow. And... That's a weird word. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. <laughs> <laughs> so same with this like i feel like obviously halloween michael myers Lori strode all of it uh would not exist without deborah hill so thank you i'm so glad you fucking brought that up because i feel like she is not like she is not mentioned enough i feel like anytime anybody talks about halloween they always go to john carpenter this john carpenter that and yes john carpenter did fucking amazing and he made am amazing movies after halloween yeah. but like deborah hill like you even like if you watch anything behind the scenes, like Deborah Hill was responsible for writing all of the females dialogue, like all of the all the girl what the girls talk about when they're walking home from school, whether or not people actually talk like that in real life or not. I don't believe that girls even back in that time talk like that. Right. But it's even better than what John Carpenter would have done. I exactly. <laughs> Which John Carpenter, I think, really focused on more of like the shapes dialogue, specifically Donald Pleasance's dialogue, which mm -hmm. fantastic. But I think without Deborah Hill's like you know, female perspective on the genre. I don't think, I don't think we would have as an iconic of a final girl as Laurie Strode without yeah. Deborah Hill. You can't have Laurie Strode without Deborah Hill. Sorry. It's just true, man. And yeah, uh, to go into some of the actors, like I know you don't love Annie as much, but um, yeah. speed kills asshole. You know, like, I love that kind of yeah. stuff. She's definitely the feistier one. Um, I, I guess I definitely next next watch, which is co definitely coming up with Halloween being so shortly here. It's almost here. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, I definitely want to watch it from yours and Josh's perspective that they're kind of not very nice to Lori. I definitely yeah. have never really opened myself up to that. So I'm curious about that. But um, 
I think their their trio is fun, and mm-hmm. the whole the boyfriends like uh, the boyfriends are a little forgettable, but except for I Bob, think... I like Bob. <laughs> okay, yeah, but yeah, overall, like it's got some iconic lines, like um, Donald Pleasant's yelling, "Don't go there," or whatever he fucking get away from there. Yeah, hiding by a bush, like what is Ronnie? Get your ass away from there. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck, dude. Yeah, like I don't know if it's Donald Pleasant himself being a fucking weird person. <laughs> I think he's just a very eccentric person in general. He seems very out there to me. Like, (laughs) yeah, but without him, come on, Loomis wouldn't. People wouldn't care about Loomis, and Loomis is huge. So, yeah. Um, move on to you, man. Just go for it because we'll just (laughs) rattle off. Yeah. Um, it's not that I don't like the character of Annie. It's just I think. Like I said, I I think she's the more mean-spirited one of the bunch. Like, she is kind of, like, mean to Lori. And her and Linda do kind of use Lori in this one a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. to 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 be able to go fuck their boyfriends, they're like, oh, we're just going to pawn these kids off True. to you. You know, it seems to me like they're using her True. for their benefit. And this doesn't seem like it's the first time that they've done it either. Like, it seems mm-hmm. like this is something that they've done every time they've done the whole babysitting gig. Like, this doesn't yeah. seem like anything new. So... Yeah. To me, like the aspect of like Annie is just she's a little more mean spirited than the other ones in this film. So like that makes her a little bit more unlikable to me. I do like her, though. I'm not saying I hate her. It's just like she's the least likable character, in my opinion, in the in the film. So with that being said, though, I I don't like I have no words as where I Mm want to start. Um, Like the whole fucking opening scene. Iconic. Like the fact that they had I mean, I think at the time when that camera came out like that whole like handheld the um uh, i forget cam. what the steady cam had just yeah. come out right before yeah. this movie was being made so they had that to their advantage like the smooth like tracking shots are beautiful yeah. the cinematography in this movie man you want to talk about a movie that has amazing fucking lighting cinematography fucking just everything like all tens across the board with that this is the movie you want to look because there are just so many good shots in this movie yeah the shot that you mentioned earlier which is my favorite shot of the whole film where she's like up against like the open doorway and like his fucking face just all of a sudden comes out terrifying perfect dude yeah so scary and then you get that shot where tommy doyle looks out the window and michael's standing across the street just watching him mm-hmm. it's so creepy like there's so many chilling shots in this movie that i'm just like even watching it a hundred times i still get like chills every time i watch it yeah it just ain't piggyback off that like i mean um i think you know how they say like when it comes to musicians like bands and like sometimes directors where sometimes their first debut or like their first big film or uh with music it's like their first album has yeah. been thought about so much that it comes out perfect john carpenter is a perfect example of that this film mm-hmm. came out perfect and um he's obviously made some really weird choices in the future ghost of Mars being one of them. Like what's happening? Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, I mean, sorry, I just had to inject into it because I didn't want to forget it, you know? Yeah. No, like I totally fucking agree with that. And the fact that they had like such a shoestring budget, like this, the whole story behind Halloween in general inspires me so much as like a few, like a, a filmmaker. Like I want to be like a filmmaker, like John Carpenter one day, like mm-hmm. I want to make films for a living. So like just knowing the whole backstory with like how they had basically no budget 
all the actors wore their own fucking clothes that they bought at like yep. the Macy's store. Like yep. they went yep. to make like Lori, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis talks about how she went to the fucking store and bought those outfits. Yep. And how they used like fake leaves to make it look like fall in the middle of fucking summer in LA. Yeah. Like every time they like planted them, they had to pick back up and transport yep. over to their next and shot. And they painted yeah. them and did all this stuff. And like, it's just amazing. Like what it really goes to show with dedication and like, you know, a good team by your side, like a movie with a small budget can be made. And that's why I get so passionate when I talk about Halloween kills and like these other movies in the franchise that totally fucked the whole fucking thing up. It's like, Mm -hmm. you have a huge fucking budget. How did you manage to fuck it up this much? They just, I think a lot of people, um, when you are allowed a giant budget, it, it turns into a party. You're just mm-hmm. like, fuck everything. We're going to throw what we can at it, and sometimes it doesn't come together. But when you're limited, yeah. I mean, Michael, dude, you know as, like, a writer yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, and, and me too, like, we're limited on time. Like, we're, we work, and we <laughs> podcast, and we do all these things that, you know, we put, we have to put thought into what we're writing and what we're yeah. creating. And same with, like, a painter or something like that. And, um yeah, like that's what he did, man. He put thought into it. And so when other people got handed the baton and were like, here's a bunch of fucking money, they're just yeah. like, oh, you okay. mean like I can party, dude? Like cocaine on set? Let's do it. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, yeah. So that's why I never like see that as an excuse. Like people can say whatever they want. Like they can make any excuse in the book that they want that, well, it was a different time, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, like, this movie is the prime example of how to make a good fucking movie on a small budget, Mm -hmm. like on a shoestring fucking budget, you can make a good film. And that's, what's so inspiring to me about this film. Like as like a filmmaker or a writer, like they really took every resource that they had available to them and put it into this film. And it's, well, I wouldn't say it's a perfect film either. It's a, pretty fucking close i would say it's 98 percent almost perfect right i would say the two percent is maybe some of the gripes that i have with a little bit of the acting but then again that was back in the day the 70s was a different time yeah i almost think that the acting in this movie is almost kind of charming it makes it more fun to watch right you you know when you put on halloween on your tv like it's going to be a good time because you can either laugh at the line delivery or the Mm -hmm. actual line itself sometimes exactly exactly i love i love the whole like (laughs) what is that one line that linda says just every fucking line that linda says it's just pure comedy gold and like that's the kind of comedy that i wanted in 2018 like Hmm. hallow the original halloween was not comedic in the slightest like it was a very straightforward serious horror film and that's the problem that i had with 2018 is that they thought it would be funny to add like comedic style to it and it's like no don't do that the only comedic part of Halloween was Linda mm-hmm. and it was subtle. And that was, and that was just kids being kids. You felt like, so you mm-hmm. bought into that, not force fed. Like, Oh, here's a stand-up comedian. Where's his fucking mic check, you know? So oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, this is, I can't even talk about enough about how much I fucking love this movie. Obviously it's both of our number one. So we both yeah. equally love this movie just as much um the score is iconic i think it's really inspiring that john carpenter was the one that that did it Mm -hmm. like it's just so there's so many things about this movie that i could just talk about for days but exactly there's (laughs) there's a reason that like 
when you go trigger trading when you were younger, there was like every other block, there was someone blasting the Halloween theme song out of their yep. speakers somehow, you know, to freak you out. And and um, I think it's also a testament to say that when this film was released in 78, it was also a perfect film. This isn't mm-hmm. one that has found its ground. Yeah. This isn't like, you know, it's not like all of a sudden there's a resurgence of love for it. No, it was always beloved. John Carpenter was hailed like a fucking horror king and that's yeah. why he he went with it that's why he fucking rolled with it and yeah he, got, he went some weird directions but yeah. like, that's why he rolled with it and so well i will say that halloween wasn't a critical ex- success right away it actually was roger roger ebert that like brought halloween the success that it has today i mean because at first like it wasn't doing well in the box office like they talk about it and then that one review from roger ebert like really skyrocketed because he was he's like hailed as one of the best yeah, yeah, film yeah. critics of all time. So when his his like review came out, that's when everybody like paid attention. And I remember there's this one specific story that I remember John Carpenter talking about about how he showed his film like an early screening of his film to like a film class or something. And one of the kids in the film class told him that this was a garbage movie that it was never going to amount to anything. And I wonder where that kid is today. I wonder what he feels like feels oh, about that today. Oh. Probably not making films. Probably not making films. So (laughs) it's just an interesting story. And then I also remember him telling me, telling me as if he told (laughs) me, God, I wish. Yeah. Um, I remember him talking about how like he showed the um, cut to a, I don't remember if it was the producer or someone without the music. Oh yeah. And the person that was like, this movie is not good. And then he showed it to him with the music and he was like, holy fuck, this movie, like it changes everything. Yeah. And it's just, this movie just, not only did it pave the way for so many slasher movies that came after you get like Friday the 13th, you get nightmare on Elm street, you get all these movies that basically took the groundwork that Halloween set and makes basically went with it. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, you get the, I think this is the first film that actually introduced the final girl trope. People didn't realize what a final girl was until this movie. So you get like all these like new things that this movie brought to the genre. So huge iconic. And you know to to talk about like the uh, the critics and stuff like Roger Ebert was like one of the first ones to hail it, mm-hmm. but um, it was like after he put that out, it was just like wildfire. Yeah. I think people are in at the end of the day, people are kind of shields like they mob mob mentality. I guess yep. you know we all like kind of hop onto that bandwagon. So um, yeah, at first it was like people because I I think mostly because it was new. Yeah. You know, and that's same with um Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like that one was hated cuz I mean that mm-hmm. was even grittier, um made less sense technically. <laughs> They're just like what is this hillbilly bullshit? But then <laughs> finally some critic was like, "Yo, this is like actually contextually insane like talking about the 1970s politics and shit." Yeah. And so people were finally caught on. But yeah, that's what I meant like um kind of like <clears throat> I what I was referencing is like how Halloween 3 took like a long time for like a research so people yeah. interested in it. So is there anything else you wanted to bring up with Halloween besides than... Michael Myers himself? Holy fuck. Like he's yeah. terrifying in this movie. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Other than fucking go watch it. Like literally <laughs> if I could stay up tonight, I'd probably watch it. But... I think I'm going to go watch it right after we're done recording this. I'm now I'm in the mood. Yeah. This is your opportunity to either, uh, go out on Voodoo and buy it digitally. There's so many fucking. Uh, didn't they just release? I forget who did it. Um, like the first five. 
Uh, oh, it was Shout Factory, I think. I think so, like a box set. Um, and that's they're a new one, it's so. fucking beautiful. Like, yeah, I, I, think, I want yeah. it so bad. Same. I think Core Bandwagon just got it, and I was like, I want that. Yeah. So, um, there's, you know, go support boutique labels like that. Go check yeah. out the film. Like, if you, if you've never seen it, like, I'm not one to judge at all. Like, seriously, yeah. um, you know, it, it's funny to make fun of people and like say, hey, you've been living under a rock because you kind of have, but. It's not like I've seen every iconic film. Yeah. Shit, um, hot take, I've never seen Forrest Gump. I don't know, oh. man. I've never seen it. So you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. It took me a really long time to see like The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't allowed to when I was a kid. So, yeah. Things like that. So I don't really judge you if you've never seen the original, um, but definitely go watch it. Like, Go support those boutique labels and get a Blu-ray yes. or uh, buy it online. Or if you're cheap, like a lot of people, <laughs> including myself, like uh, it's on Shutter. It's probably on quite a few other things, so just give the 30-day free trial a try, and <laughs> you can watch Halloween for the first time. So hell yeah, it's it's a great. Put it on when trick or treaties are uh, trick or treaties trick or treaters are hitting that doorbell. <laughs> I'm getting tired, as you can tell. But yes, dude, it's been three hours. So holy yeah. fuck! Oh my god, yeah, dude, it's wild. Yeah, um, and that, I'm glad that you brought that up too. With like the even if you haven't seen it, like you hear that score and you know exactly what movie that movie yep. that song like that theme music is from. Like, and that's just another testament to how iconic this movie is. Like, yeah. even if you haven't seen it, just by listening to that like theme music alone, you know exactly what movie it is. You're like, oh, it's Halloween. I've never seen it, but I know what it's from. Yep. yep. So like, yep. it just. <laughs> I like I said I could go on for hours and hours and hours, but like you said before, we're at uh, the three hour mark about, yeah, so yeah. Uh, might want to wrap this up pretty soon. Right. <laughs> I mean, last thing I'd say is that you can tell by our matching top three that those are the three kings of the franchise in our opinions, and yes, it, we didn't plan that at obviously, like we yeah. did not plan for it to match. So, which is really interesting because that's the original timeline. That's like the Laurie Strode timeline yeah. that I prefer. Yep, yep, but we just flipped it in order of second, yeah, so second yep. and H2O, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, go watch Halloween. <laughs> yes, People. go watch Halloween, and I, I mean, even if you haven't seen all of them, like, as badly as we hate Resurrection and <laughs> some other movies, I would recommend, like, at least watch them once in your life, so you yeah, can, get like, them in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get them in there and... Maybe not resurrection, actually. Just you can just retcon that one I completely. Don't even bother. You don't have to watch it. It's just gonna it's gonna do nothing but anger you. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're of the very, very small minority, and by minority I mean maybe like four or five percent of people that actually enjoy resurrection. I'm not or, one of them. Or like the one percent of people in the world who like are a huge stand of Buster Rhymes. Like, then go for it. <laughs> I so. prefer LL Cool J. He should have come back <laughs> yeah, instead yeah, of Buster yeah. Rhymes, but oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a hater, but yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was fun, Jensen. Was fun. Thank you time. so much for doing this with me. Of course, as long-winded. I hope people listen all the way through. I hope they don't get to like the top three and they're like, okay, we know what the top three are. Bye. <laughs> so, right, right. I hope they'll but, still stick around and listen to our points and all yeah, that for sure. So. But. Um, one last thing. Would you like to plug in your podcast one last time for the listeners? No, I, I really don't. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> I I would really rather not. I'd actually like just to go. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm one third of the uh, Fright Crew podcast. So like I said in the beginning, we do pretty similar stuff to what Michael here does. Um, we pick a theme, we roll with it, we each pick one, and sometimes it's pure chaos. Um, for anyone who like listens to us, who or whoever has, Wit has been there the whole time. We um. Wit and I don't always have matching opinions at all. Sometimes no. 
Yeah, she uh, she really roasts the movies. Sometimes it almost feels like you guys you guys are gonna go to blows, dude. Yeah, I mean like uh, <laughs> she'd kick my ass, but yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, she's 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 got a lot of hot takes on our podcast. If you're into that kind of thing, like if you're looking for an outside perspective, I'm kind of the shill. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I love this film, I love this film, but she's like, um, this was trash. So um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, if you're looking for some fun, um, check us out on the Fright Crew or on Instagram at the Fright Crew. Uh, for anyone who's been around for a long time on Michael's podcast, we used to be the Spook Squad. We yes. changed our name. We did a rebrand for some reasons and we are now the fright crew so if anyone's ever been confused as to like who the fuck is this fright crew and how they have <laughs> such a decent following uh yeah it's it's been us the whole time spooky <laughs> <laughs> we just change names yeah so and uh also i didn't say this in the beginning all month of october we have bonus episodes um fun yeah so two episodes a week in the month of october uh just been super fun everybody's favorite spooky month of the year we love it. Of course, we got to throw out the bonus episodes. So. Obviously. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Great plug-in. Um, I'm just going to gush about you for a second. I'm going to take a minute. Aww. I love the fuck out of you and Wit. Like, Aww. I love your podcast. I just love you both as people. Like, you have just, you know, like a podcast in Elm Street, like Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Horror Movie Crew. Like, you guys were one of the first people to really, like, reach out to me and show me some love and support, like, in the mm-hmm. podcast community, like, when I was first starting. Yeah. So that just, like, that will always like resonate with me, like just how supportive you you have been as a friend and as like a, a fellow podcaster as well. Like, I just love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on this episode. Of course. I mean, it was an honor. It was super fun. Yeah. Hopefully not too long winded, but it was a good time. If you're any fan of Halloween, like we are, obviously, then yeah, you'll love this episode. I'm. I'd be. You should definitely put up some type of. Maybe like on your stories, not putting you up for more work because I know how much work it can be. But dude, you should put up a poll of like, yes, um, versus this, this versus this, or whatever. Because I'm hell I'd yeah, be curious to what your viewers, you know, I see all the stories, I see what you guys are doing, and I'd be curious to see like what people actually think of Resurrection versus I don't know, like Halloween Two by Rob Zombie, something like that, or, or yeah, Rob Zombies against each other. Yeah, I'd be super curious to see that. So not to put you up more for more work. Totally gonna do that. <laughs> no, I love that. I love the engagement. So yeah, it's fun stuff. Uh, speaking of engagement, I also wanted to give a quick uh, thank you to you know all the listeners that listen to this podcast and support it. I appreciate you guys as well. Um, I need to give a quick thank you to my top tier patrons on Patreon. So uh, horror movie crew as a whole, like they all like their whole podcast just supports me on Patreon now. Um, when uh heather silman from wednesday wine and horror anthony silva from porcelain peak mark sherbach from a podcast on elm street and alexander jacoby from where's the horror section they're all like top tier patrons so they get um the shout out every week on every episode so thank you guys for that love and appreciate you all um you can find my podcast at the we love horror podcast i'm on instagram um i do have a twitter but i never use it I just find Twitter to be so fucking pointless. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have TikTok. I just didn't, I know it took me a really long time. I really didn't want to, but I was like, mm. you know what? It might be fun. Yeah. So I do have a TikTok now. Um, you can find me on any podcast streaming service that you, you know, listen to your podcasts on. Uh, also feel free to leave me and Jensen both five-star ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts. Cause that really, I mean, at the end of the day, that's really what helps our podcast grow is like the, the you know the ratings and the you know the 
input from all of our listeners. It really helps yeah. other people find our podcast. Like there's still people that I find today that I'm like, I didn't even know you listened to it. Like yeah. I was, um, I was recently tagged in a post from another um, page that I follow that like gave me like a highlight shout out thing. And somebody else commented on it that I didn't even follow. And they're like, Oh my God, I love this podcast. And I was like, who are all these people that listen to this? Like it's, your heart cracks a little bit in the best way. You're just like, Oh, it's, it's opening so, up space for you. I love you. Yes. It's so great. Um, yep. So yeah, better than that. Exactly. So thank you again, Jensen. No, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much. It was a really good time uh, to your listeners. If you haven't already open your bag and get, hand out that money, dude, get, get Michael a new car. I don't know. <laughs> whatever he needs. <laughs> thank a you. Cup of, a cup of coffee, whatever he needs, get it for him. Um, Obviously. No, I, I'm just kidding. But like <laughs> spare change. Most of, yeah. Yeah. Most of it goes probably back into the podcast just to let you yeah. know, like uh, podcasting. If you're not a podcaster, but you are a patron of listening to podcasts, just know us podcasters take a lot of time to do this yeah um not only to record and but to edit out, do the social media edit everything just takes so much time so yeah um, support your boy we don't at the fright crew we don't have a patreon for just a few reasons uh you know we've talked about it on our page a few times um i'm not a hater of patreon i think it's super cool for if it works for people it works so um you know you have one and I think yep. your listeners, if they aren't already signed up for it, definitely go check that out because it's, thank you. Yeah. It's super important. So support your local horror podcasts. <laughs> Hell yeah. You fucking rock dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love the fuck out of you and I appreciate you. So I'm here for you, baby. <laughs> you too, baby. <laughs> you're my boo. You're my, um, you're my boo thing. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. You're my boo thing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here, guys. Go check out all these Halloween films, especially during October. And uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.